episode we're going to be taking a bit of a deep dive into Horus Rising the first book in Black Library's Horus Heresy series um, but first of all let's catch up with what everyone's been up to um, shall I go mad with power because I've got the mic and just do mine <laughs> go on, <then. laughs> um, haven't played any games which is a bit weird I'm um, usually the one done. with the most opportunity yeah, to that, play and I think all of you guys have been playing games and I uh, yeah, I mean, yeah we, really we, us three played a game all together, didn't we? Yeah. Um, and you two have played another game, and I've been doing other shit. So, yeah. uh, Mike, if you want to talk about your game first. Well, I've, st- I've still got other stuff to talk about. Okay. Really? Don't exclude me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you have. That's so I haven't played any games, no, but I've actually been, been doing some hobby um, the last month or so. Uh, Thanatar's all wrapped up. Uh, Voltarex is getting there. Um, very very close to getting that done I've actually started painting my Belisarius Call model which I've gone back and forth on this because I originally got it when it came out as the silly 300 point Archmagos which I don't tend to play a lot in the Mechanicum now then I felt a bit silly just using a established 40k character model as a 30k random Archmagos in the end, I was like, it's a perfect representation of what I want to use. When I do the dark mech, I'll scratch build my own crazy one. Let's just fucking draw a line under this army. So I made a start on him. He's going to be... For, for a moment, when you said, I've done some painting, I thought you was just going to stop there. <laughs> <laughs> I've done, done some painting. I uh, looked at a paintbrush. Uh, <laughs> it was pretty good. <laughs> I had a little sort out of my militia as well. So I've grabbed some Cadian weapon teams. I need to either get some Vrax dudes or maybe just some Chaos Cultists to convert those up to fit in the rest of the army. Um, I, to be honest, I'm probably not going to bother with the Vrax stuff. You can't get it from Forge World anymore. Um, I worked out I needed about 15 or 20 more to build up the rest of the infantry. I just took the shortcut of throwing in some old Necromunda minis. Yeah, I mean, so I've got like, some cultists laying about yeah, somewhere. Yeah, I'm going to use them. some cultists. I, I mean, think. if you need um, them, I've got yeah, like 20 or I'll so. I'll probably snaffle a few of those off yeah. here. Um, so I had like some old Metal Corridor minis, and they're my nice. gun carriage crew yeah, nice now. One. You know, got that religious zealot vibe to them. So yeah, they do, they do work quite nicely. The other fun. thing you could always do is buy a box of the new ones. That's true. Because they do look fucking lovely. Very nice. Coffee break. (laughs) Yeah, sorry. I should uh, time these, really, shouldn't I? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, anything else? Hobby-wise? 
I don't think so. Obviously, really excited about demons, but we'll touch yeah. that another day, I reckon. Yeah. So your list for Fortis, the Sundering of Fortis Two, Phase Two, is already done, isn't it? Because you're that not actually, taking what I thought you were. That taking. actually is hobby progress uh, for the last month or so, yeah. because I finally worked out what I was going to do with that. Ash and Circle got good again. Um, yeah, they did. So they're in there. Um, I wanted to take Army of Dark Compliance, but it wasn't working. It was turning out kind of weird because of the more militia than Astartes yeah, units yeah. rule. Uh, I think it's a cool list anyway, but uh, it wasn't getting the effect that I wanted. So yeah, it's word bearers with militia allies and a knight. Are you summoning? No. No summoning at no all? No summoning. Oh, that's I can't remember if I had points left out. Like, I probably wanted to put, uh, what's it called? Dark Channeling? No, not Dark Channeling. The other one. The other one yeah. on, on the chaplains, but I don't know if I had points left for it. So okay, I mean, it is like 35 points. Yeah, it, so it's quite for one mastery level, it's... Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they're not um, the Abolists, so they don't have get perils yeah. all yeah. the time. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yep. Been there, done that. It's all right if you've got Zardu or something in there. But yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I think that's probably that's about it, it for me. Right. Yeah. Okay. Should we go to Mike? We, we can. Mike has actually well, done I, some hobby for one. I, I think year. actually yeah. we should leave Mike to him because I think he's the one who's played the most games. Yeah, I've played a fair few. Yeah, okay. All right, fuck off, Mike. Yeah. Keith, you're up. Oh, mate. <laughs> uh, I can't remember what I've done before. Last time we've done the hobby bit. Uh, so I will say that I painted up uh, another 15 grey slayers, a typhon. You are a machine, you know that, right? Uh, it's because I've got a deadline. Yeah, well, so do mm. I. And um, Yeah, done a Medusa and a whirlwind Scorpius and got called a dick on numerous Facebook pages. By the man himself that writes these rules, Anuj. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he, he didn't call me a dick, he just called me a, a no friends list yeah. person but I'm fine with that it's like I don't need any more friends I don't think it's that bad <laughs> to be perfectly honest with you I really don't I think, think it's that bad I, I, aren't these just random bits for your like 12k or whatever it is you're doing uh, this, or is no, it all for one this is all for one list. Okay. Um, I think if it was a different army I think it could could be a, a dick move to be honest but it isn't. It's, it's for Space Wolves, and I still play the Space Wolfy way of charging forward. It's just I've got some bigger guns at the back to to soften them up on the way in. Either that will blow my own dudes up, because I do get a bit close to the, them. <laughs> so... Um, Incoming massive blast on your grey slayers. See, this is yeah. why you need to play Iron Warriors, man. Uh, no, it's, it's a lot more fun doing it with wolves, because, yeah, you, you have a nice punch afterwards if you don't yeah. kill them all. I must admit, with, with when I used to play on Warriors, it was like firing all these big guns was awesome, and then when you get into combat, it was like slapping them with like a three and a half inch floppy. Yeah. Not the disc. It just didn't work. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I just been a been painting. Uh, I played Mike, and that was that was fun. That was really good fun. Yeah. Uh, super heavy on either side, so he's super heavy outclassed my super heavy, but. My Praetor soon made up for that. <laughs> yeah. Um, Can we mention what the what super heavy did you have? I had a Typhon. Oh, you had a Typhon. It's not really a super heavy, yeah. is it? It's it's a one up from a Spartan. 
didn't worry me in the slightest. Yeah, <laughs> <he didn't. laughs> there and was something about that game though where it came to his shooting face and he was like, big template there, okay, cool, right. So am I getting an arm save this one? Uh, yeah, this one you do, cool, right, cool. And you go, oh, okay, big template there. This one you don't, okay, fine, right, cool. And then little template here, 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 here. Do I get them? I can't remember. Okay, cool, carry on. And then template here. Come on. <laughs> At what point the template stop? Yeah, no, that, that was actually quite quite fun getting the uh, getting the guns out. So what do you have? You, is it? I take it you had quad mortars. So I've got uh, Typhon, Scorpius, Medusa. Right? Yeah, I've got three quads. Uh, a Scorpius, Medusa. Typhon, uh, two squads of 15 Grey Slayers, uh, a squad of 10 Breachers, and a squad of 10 Missile Launchers. Nice. So, did you use small blasts? Not for Missile Launchers. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, did you use the FAQ rules for yeah. the quad launchers? How'd you find them? Uh, I really liked them, apart from the one moment where I forgot that they were twin linked and went miles off the target. How, how do they work now? Because I actually can't remember. I uh, watched Twin Link Large Blast. Yeah. Rather than four small. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. I must have an old FAQ then, because the one I was reading last night, and bear in mind I was mildly inebriated, was, yeah, it was still four shots, small blasts. No, blast, I so. mean, um, the only one that is still four shots is uh, Phospex um, isn't Twin Linked. Right. But it is just a single large blast, yeah. though, isn't it? Yeah. And the straight... Shot strength The one. shatter shells are still yeah. heavy four, yeah? Yeah. 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 yeah, so they haven't changed. Um, okay. So, yeah, I, I use the strength five AP5 one a lot and the single shot up, shot one. Yep. That was it. But I've done that to take down void shields on Mike Soup Heavy. Oh, they ruin the void shields on a, on a war yeah. hound. And then yeah. there's like the, the two strength ten pies, pies, pies could go in and uh, for a couple of turns. For a couple of turns, yeah. Uh, one thing I did do, which I quite enjoyed, I have five scouts, or recon marines, and they are solely to infiltrate into a building, yeah. and you've just reminded me, are they, they wouldn't happen to be the five recon marines I gave you to pay no, no. three years ago that I've no, never they're seen. <laughs> they're still on the shelf. Um, no. Those wolves have word bearer shoulder pads, baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I, they I, were I, red. <laughs> <laughs> no, they would be grey. Yeah, yeah no. they would be grey. I have uh, the old metal scouts because I'm that old. Third ed? Uh, no, these are second. Second ed? So they've got Ooh. the silly haircuts. Oh, no, actually, my um, sergeant is second ed, the other one's a third ed. Okay, so your sergeant's got the silly haircut. He's got the big. The main. Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah, 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 and the chainsaw. Yeah, yeah, the the, the derpy I'm, arm pose, and yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm doing the arm pose and everything. That Every, yeah, there's no camera, dude. Yep. No one needs to yeah. see our fucking ugly faces. <laughs> um, which I'm actually really looking forward to painting them. Yeah, I bet, man. Because I remember like talking to you just to derail and started talking to you a couple of years ago about it, and you were saying <laughs> how you wanted to basically build a 30k version of the second ed 40k. Yeah army that was in the back I of the codex I remember you saying this and you were well, saying yeah, like, oh yeah. I've got this model I need to buy some more I remember a few models turning up at mine because you didn't want Kel knowing that you bought them um, yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no it'll be good it'll be good to see them yeah no I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to it and it's just very different to my full on assaulty armies that I normally play well, tell them what you almost did first turn assault I did <laughs> <laughs> so this one was like the 18 inch gap in the middle yep. of the table 
Um, Mike had first turn and he set up right on the 18-yard 18 18 yard, 18 yard line. Are we playing NFL now? 18-inch <laughs> um, line. And so I've done exactly the same. And I see... You can't and first turn charge, though. You can if there's a Yeah, range. you can if, if it's possible. I don't think there was. Just or is that like me going like back to 7 40 k as well? If you can do if, it. Yeah, if that's yeah. me, yeah, that's possibly me going um, back to first turn. Only thing usually not possible. Yeah, there was. In 7 40 k if you got first turn, you couldn't charge, couldn't you? Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. So the only thing that stopped me was the fact is that I put a independent character in there. So no warriors metal. Yeah. Uh, so. Um, that was the only thing that stopped me from doing it. And his face was brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking karma, mate. <laughs> you don't expect to see. So I'm like, yeah, that character goes in that squad, that character goes in that squad, that character goes in that squad. What character was it then? Prattle. And he doesn't doesn't benefit from Warren. No, no, it's Independent just apothecaries. That's yep. just, no. I know they've just FAQ'd the apothecary one, so surely it would have made sense to make independent characters with it as well. Well, right? I think it's because no, of it's apothecaries being bolted into the squad, yeah. right? Yeah, like, all right, okay, okay. Because, yeah, they can't leave, can they? No. So, yeah, okay. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I, I played against Mike's Tracy. Yeah, Tracy. So. Which is a warhound, by the way. It's, it's not just a random spouse. More help than Tracy. Yeah. Um, no, it's, it was the first. I've had that Titan for five years now, and she was built as I got her. Cause you, you, you don't put a warhound in the box <coughs> and leave it on the side, and I've just never used her. So I've been talking for ages about getting her out for a game, and this just seemed like the perfect time. Is your first game with it. First game. Nice. I think I've only pl- I've only used mine once in Heresy, and then probably once when Eighth Edition came out, just to see what the fuck a Titan did with those kind of stat lines. But yeah, yeah, it's fucking awesome to get them out. Right? This is amazing. Was, we're playing on a city board terrain piece, and with sort of big tower blocks and all the rest of it. And she didn't care. She just stood behind them, firing over the top. <laughs> it was brilliant. She didn't get in her uh, the one upper. So I kept shooting everything at her and I was taking off whole points for the whole game. And like my tooled up Praetor finally got there. Yeah. Um, finally. And smashed the shit out of Really? Breaking back doors in? Oh, because your one has a thunder hammer as well. Yeah. Right? Yeah. She's so down to three whole points at that point and yeah. The Warhound only has what nine? Yeah, plus, yeah. The, void plus the two void shields. Yeah, yeah. 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 five plus came back, and that's what saved her. It was mm. the constant. At least one void shield always came back. Yeah, yeah, nice. I fucking yeah, annoyed the shit so, out of me. Did uh, did she take much down before? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, she. That was the face you make when your missus walks in Starkers with like a beer and like a full <laughs> breakfast for you. Yeah, she did. She did herself proud. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think she took out. Your Typhon. Yep. Something else, another tank, wasn't it? Uh, no, she so skilled the whole breacher squad in one shot. Yep. Just template down, take them off. <laughs> you? Oh, yeah, because you only get hardened armors, only reroll arm saves, yeah, isn't yeah, it? So, yeah, yeah. how? You yeah, do get a six up in there. They might even. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it wasn't good. Um, I think she took off like a couple of missile launches and a couple of bits and pieces. Yeah, I mean, she, when, when she hit, she was devastating, but other yeah. than that, it wasn't anything that. I mean, that's, that's what I found. Yeah, hands, definitely. Uh, to be honest, I find that with most super heavies, when they hit, they're, they're filled. Mm. You know, I always remember like when I first played the Typhon, mm. and um, I got the strength of ten on 
just there and it's like yeah just take them all off you know because obviously I've deep strike and they're in the pub and it's like that, that thing's so broken and it's like the amount of times now that I've played the type and it's like yeah pop that in like one turn mm. yeah I mean I think they're like again throwing back to 40k tournament days they're more of like a distraction kind of effects yeah it's yeah. something to make your opponent focus on rather than the amount of damage it can actually do so I think when you when you put them in your list you either need to tailor your list not to an opponent but to the fact you need to offset the yeah. fact you've just well, piled all those points into something like from my point of view it's like every army now takes something to deal with a Spartan Melter Bombs sounds right. good yeah and it's yeah. Like if you can deal with a Spartan you can deal with a Typhon yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I think like the super heavies that are tanks are less damaging than a warhound as such because yes, a warhound still yeah, gets to flatten you. Big uh, price jump. Yeah, yeah, it is, yeah, yeah. I mean, like I don't know if I would feel comfortable charging fifteen assault marines into a warhound. Well, this is the thing. Like we um, found out, like his weapon skill yeah, too. Yeah, give that a go. Well, you're gonna yeah. lose models going in anyway. Yeah. It's not gonna be a fifteen man squad that gets there. The apothecary that I've paid for is not gonna do shit for him. They're then going to get there. It's AP two when it hits you. Yeah, but yeah, but your initiative so once you're striking last. Warhound got one attack. One attack. Yeah, and then it stomps you. Then it stomps yeah. you. That's the issue. Yeah, the stomp is what's yeah. going to hurt. Yeah. So because like I charged in and survived the blasts and all that after blowing it up, but yeah, like Mike's like weapon skill two, one attack. So I'm weapon skill six on the charge. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, weapons, the weapons yeah, got five yeah. basically, yeah. didn't they? What? Protoss. Weapons got six. Six, yeah. So I was weapons got seven. Seven on the charge. So we're, we're talking like fives to. Fives from to here, yeah. yeah. I mean, it was, so. That was about your second time trying to get them with something. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I've, I've been kind of able to deal with everything that got there, and by the time the Praetor, I just. I'd the danger with the Praetor is if you don't finish it off. Oh, oh you're. It you're does the stomp and rolls a six, you fuck. Yeah, you are flat. Yeah, and that's yeah. then you're losing. Alright, it's not as many points, yeah. but you've then got to have a redundancy plan to try and take Oh, it yeah, but to be honest, if I. I mean, I lost the game anyway. Mm. But it's you, like. You repeat that because it doesn't happen very often. <laughs> I lost to Mike. Twice in one month. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was my fourth ever victory. victory. Are they, Are they all um, against Keith? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. <laughs> We need a little mini league between yeah, us. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think you've now tipped the balance to your favour between us. Yeah, although it, it was a close game. I think I've won by one victory point. I think it was like 13-12 yeah. or something. Uh, basically, if the only thing that was different was he got slain the warlord. Mm. Yeah, because yeah. my ward warlord was hitting the inner building at the back. Your basic yeah. bitch centurion? The fucking 50 point centurion. Well, one in the game. Look at this. Like, I thought oh. I actually had two HQs in that game. What? Yeah. What was your second one? I, I, Tech I, I Marine. Pravian. Oh, yeah, you, you did, didn't you? Yeah, you took your Pravian for your Again, robot. Death. This game, I, I, I really did just kind of go, right, I've got toys and I want to see what they can do. So, Warhounds, one of them. I had a couple of Castellax and a new Pravian. Oh, because you messaged me about Castellax weapon loadouts, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was kind of toying with ideas, so... What did you take on them? Uh, dark Fire Lances. Yeah, I, I think, I think with that. a Pravian, they either that points. or the the Maulers. The oh, Maulers in Centurion they or... They all really feel uh, But they spent the whole game taking out one or two missile launchers a turn until yeah. they finally broke and ran away. That's a that, lot that, of points that, just that, to do that. Mm. They did it well. 
See, I, so I it was think a siege break as well. So it's a HQ, a whole squad. Oh yeah, no, no, that's yeah. true actually. Yeah, because yeah. obviously that's he runs that's uh, one Terminator, team. doesn't he? So I, I run my big ten man missile launcher with yeah. siege break. Fucking awesome. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> it was like, oh that Vindicator. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it didn't survive a turn. Big shit. Should have yeah. used those against the fucking Titan. Uh, I did uh, eventually. Yeah. yeah. So it was like quad mm. quad launchers took down the uh, the uh, shields, and then it was everything else. Go at it, whittling it bit by bit. Yeah. Uh, so was that Slay the Wolf? What Wall is it? Then? AV 13. You, when you killed his. Uh, yeah, that was yeah, his 14 yeah. on the front. Right? Yeah, yeah, his 14, yeah. So, yeah, no flare yeah, shield, no nothing like that. So, yeah, fishing for sixes, but you've got the Siege Breaker in there. Yeah, yeah so you're not. pretty cool. You're essentially, yeah, strength 9, aren't you? So, yeah, yeah it's not too bad, I suppose. Oh, is it plus one? I thought it was um, tank color. Yeah, it, it is, but so you get two chances of running sixty. Sorry, yeah, 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 yeah. Gotcha. So I'm so. used to running it with like melters and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, he was he was fun to use. Um, yeah, my Praetor's fucking king shit, killing everything. Up until we shall see. Uh, up, <laughs> up until he gets uh, plasma bikes in his face, and then he gets really fucked. Yeah, See, I mean that was the other thing I learned in this game. I, plasma bikes. I sold you those outriders mainly because they didn't fit in my army anymore. And then as soon as I sold them to you, you were like, "I really like these." You don't have any more, do you? No. Why? Well, I've just ordered like eight more. Uh, yeah, I've got eight <laughs> or nine now. more. Whatever it is, you, oh, you've kind of got. You were raving about your your plasma support squads, but now you've gotten See, twin links on the top of the fire. So I think with it was the game he's with learning. He's, he's uh, learning. Mate, he's getting there. Well, especially because Sons of Horus Outriders, you get within twelve, yeah. and you're rolling two shots per bike, hitting on twos, re-rolling ones. I've got two three-man squads at the moment. Six shots. They're killing five people a turn minimum. Unless you really scuff up, God, they shouldn't kill themselves. You've got three of my plasma bikes as well, you <laughs> bastard. Yes, yes, I do. <laughs> Sorry for that interjection, mate. Yeah. <laughs> I've got two more to build, and I've got plans for a fair few more. <laughs> We're just like dissolving into like cackling it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they, in my cupboard. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like you bet they are. Yeah, He's I hoping keep, you forget in like the next four years. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I, keep, I keep looking at it and I'm like, oh, it's going to be so much hard work taking them shoulder pads off and they're, they're not mine. So I'm going to replace them if I don't use them. I'm like, no, nah, I don't need them. You've only got to replace them if you realise this. <laughs> yeah, I just feel bad. It's like I've got a whole, I've got someone else's army in my cupboard and it's like, I, I can't do nothing with You've someone else's. You've got a load of Greg's world eaters, haven't you? Mm-hmm. From a long, long time ago. Yes. Fancy painting Samus up for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, su- I'm sure that guy's quit the hobby right now. He'll never oh. know. Greg, if you're listening, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm looking at that, and that's going to be interesting to paint. And uh, Angron, I think he gave me. Yeah. So yeah. Um, that's going to get paint, painted up soon. Actually, fairly soon. That's next on my list after this. How about you paint Lyle shit as well? Yeah, I'll print last shit. I've got some, I've got some Scoria as well and someone else. Yeah, Luke sorry. Luke made me bring Scoria today because <coughs> Keith very dumbly said that you really wanted to paint one and Luke was like, well, I have one sitting in a box. Here you go. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. Don't, don't paint it for him, please, because I really don't want to fight Scoria. Oh, it's all right. Yeah, Make him wait like three years. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you got most of your stuff back. Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. <laughs> all right, give him 75% of Scoria, just not the good bits. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, sorry, back to Hobby. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that's about it for me. Was, the, the game was fun. and I mean, you built a new Centurion, haven't you, with your, yes, your Carlian Sabre? Yep. Um... Oh yeah, and I built a new speaker of the dead as well. So, yeah, that's yeah. nice. That's good. good man. I'm, I'm hoping that after the next event, I can start easing up on my painting just to give myself a break. Because I haven't seen my wife in like three months. <laughs> that Are you still be. married? <laughs> <laughs> I think so. She spoke to me like yesterday, so she's still feeding you. <laughs> Uh, no, he has to feed her, I think. Yeah, I have to feed her. But he's basically... Well, the food's going, so she's still there. <laughs> Literally, the only time I see her is when, it, when I have to like, give her food. So. She's not trapped anyway. He hasn't locked her up. Don't phone the police. <laughs> Don't phone like any like beating lines or whatever. Not the sex line. That sounded wrong. Um, holy crap, Adam, stop, stop. talking. Stop it. Oh. Mutant, mutant. Actually, <laughs> is, it, is it time for our disclaimer again? <laughs> yeah, this, uh, this podcast is not made for children. Yeah, so I haven't said cunt yet. There you go. <laughs> right. like, you fucking <laughs> twat. <laughs> As adds on the ramble. Yeah. Um, talking about your stuff. So I mean, like last time, I'd not really done a great deal. I uh, I recently found the joy that is Eighth Ed Fantasy yet again. Uh, traded my Adeptus Titanicus Warlord Titan with Mike for his High Elves. Played a game with them. Fuck me, they're squishy went back to Warriors of Chaos because I've got about 3,500 points unbilt sitting in my bottom drawer wow. mate I just kept finding it <laughs> I literally found so much stuff like even like going back to brand new inbox metal Chaos Chariots Ooh. and stuff like that old school really old school yeah, like the, yeah. uh, the original Chaos Warriors the plastic one with the halberds that look like yes. Gollum is just shat himself and put a suit of armour on <laughs> That, that, yeah, I've got loads of them. Um, so, yeah, I'm slowly mucking my way through them. Uh, but on a 30k note, uh, I've gone through about nine different lists for the Blood Angels, trying to find one that I like that isn't Day of Revelation, um, because that's all I seem to see everywhere. Uh, I mean, me and Keith were chatting about it for a couple of days um, about what was another possibility. Angel's Wrath popped up quite a lot. Um, yeah. Apart from the fact that you can't take any infantry unless they're in a flyer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and at that point, it made a difference to my list, so we ended up settling with Drop Assault Vanguard. Yes. Um, and then Book 8 dropped, and Red Tears, you Red Tears. were in there, and <laughs> I've now got a squad of 10 with 9 Iliastus Assault Cannons. Bastard. Uh... I've dropped. I think like my original. Not even because I think it's it's horrible, just because of how much time you waste rolling all of those individually. <laughs> <laughs> yup. Um, I mean, like my original list had like a contemptor in a Anvilus, two box dreads in drop pods, all this sort of stuff, and I started building them. I converted the because I've used the Empress Children uh, contemptor. Yeah. Uh, it looks flash without being too garish. A mm -hmm. um, little bit of conversion work, but. I started painting it and I realised I really didn't like painting the drop pod so they got dropped from the list 
the Angel's Tears were put in as originally as like a five man unit um, because the sergeant can't take an Iliastus, so it's only four assault cannons. It's a bit boring. Uh, yeah. And then I had a unit of five Dawnbreakers, basically Sanguinary Guard. Mm. Um, everyone's raving about the blade cases, but in my opinion, the spear is the better item. Now, I looked at those earlier, but it's all slipped away. I mean, they're weapon skill five, basically. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the spear is plus one strength, AP two on the charge. Strength user AP three any round after that. Oh yeah, they basically have. Um, they basically have guardian spears. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, they're like weapon skill five, blister skill, strength, toughness four. Uh, they're only a single wound, which is a bit of a bummer. Um, but they are all in artificer armor, so yeah. they've all got two ups. Um, only initiative four again, but they do have two attack base. Uh, because the spear's two-handed, so they're only getting three attacks on the charge, but you're still pumping out 16 attacks from a five-man unit, 210 points, yeah. and the sergeant can take a blade of perdition, because, you yeah. know, you can take four in an army. Or actually, hang on, no, you could, in theory, take seven, eight in an army now if you really wanted to. Um, Fuck. Yeah, I'm not, mate, don't worry. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I like them, but I've started converting my Sanguinary Guard models to be Mark IV. Right. So removing the knees to sculpt Mark IV knee pads, all this. Realised I would that was going to take me a lot longer than what I wanted. <laughs> um, my red tears were originally going to be a Mark IV. Didn't like them, and someone who shall remain nameless, Keith, um, said about the Mark III dude in one of the novels, Blood Angel Mark III guy with a jump pack. Started looking at it, realised I didn't have enough Mark III, but I did have enough Mark II. So I've got a 10-man Red Tears unit now, nine Iliastus assault cannons, Artificer Armour, and Volkite Serpentors on the Sergeant, all in Mark II. Nice. Um, big shout-out to Sam Selwood for the Ashen Circle jump packs that are on their way to me. Um, is that an Ashen Circle one on no. that mini there? It's not, What mini it? where? That one. Like, that one. That one. No, it's just Mark II, mate. Okay. <clears throat> Yeah, the Ashen Circle ones are obviously slightly different. They, they are, look yeah. slightly bulkier. Because, um, I mean, all I've used is Mark IV and Mark II in this. Um, but yeah, I've managed to build 2,500 points now. Uh, I've got the red down on about 2,000 points of it. Uh, probably 1,000 points still need the red ink mm. over, and then the red needs to be done the rest. How um, panicked are you about being ready for Fortis? Uh, I am and I'm not. I mean, like, I'm, <laughs> enough I'm, to uh, <coughs> bring models to do wire recording. No, yeah. all, all I did, all I did was glue them to temporary bases so we could play a game today. That is it. Yes. Yeah. Um, mainly because I forgot my paints. So really, it's your fault, Keith. It's always Keith's fault. Man. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> always Keith's fault. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I've, I've like jiggled around. I was going to take a herald and all this sort of stuff, but yeah, I'm, I'm relatively happy with the list now. Um, I've been called a few names by people. Mainly when they realise what Drop Assault Vanguard does. Yeah, that is solely thanks to what Joe Freeman. Yeah, because I I played him at Company of Legends and he. Yeah, runs well, I mean, I mean, Joe, Joe, I put on this the. This is the snapshot thing, right? The, right. This is the thing where, <coughs> excuse me, sorry. You build a your your compulsory HQs have uh, sorry compulsory troops have to be assault marines. Yeah. But you only have to take two squads. Fuck that. Uh, <laughs> I've got two fifteen man and a ten man now. It was a 15-man, but I've used points elsewhere. But what you do is that is then your assault vanguard. Mm. Um, up to, sorry, a minimum of half, 
just a minimum of half. It yeah, doesn't yeah, say yeah. maximum. So yeah. just a minimum of half have to deep strike turn one. Yeah. Uh, and when they deep strike, anything within 12 inches shoot. that shoots at them can only snap shoot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which means uh, my main worry was uh, super heavies. Because obviously super heavies don't suffer crew shake and crew stun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. However, they can be forced to snapshot yeah. still, just yeah, not yeah. via those means. So yeah, obviously now, fair. I mean, I've got, yeah, 40 assault marines with motor bombs. Yeah. Uh, there's three Infernus pistols on a squad. There's power axes, power fists, all this sort of shit, a thunder hammer. Uh, yeah, it's bye-bye tanks, basically. Because yeah. I'm going to land... Everything's then snap shooting at me that's within 12 inches, which is going to be in most cases. And you're playing that list against Keith's Siege Wolves later today. Right? Yeah, yes. yeah, we are, yeah. Oh, I yeah. can't fucking wait for this. He's I'm, got an I'm idea. Gonna and he's going to bend I'm me over. Be reading malevolence, and I'm going to let you two fucking batter each other. Yeah. It's going to be, um, it's, it's gonna be played on like two foot of the table. It is pretty much. Yeah. That. I mean, that, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that, that yeah. is the only issue with this army. It You've got, like, especially when. Like you go to an event and people have spent a lot of time and effort making a gorgeous board, and I'm literally going to be playing on like two foot square. Yeah, yeah I always yeah. had that issue when when I'm playing drop on pod a, lists. Do that, drop pod they? sons of Horus. It felt bad that I pin you all in the corner, and it's like yeah, we're playing on four foot. Table. Yeah, I mean, uh, I had some I had some points really, left over as well, uh, and I didn't think that nine assault cannons was enough, so I've got four land speeders with a Iliastus assault cannon each as well. In two squads of two. <laughs> uh, plus, they can deep strike, so the whole army can null deploy. Oh, God, if I play my mech against you, I'm fucked, aren't I? No, because augury scanners don't... All that AP4, though. <clears throat> yeah, but augury scanners don't work in the following turn. They work on the turn that you land, so therefore you're shooting in my turn. The rule explicitly states that in the enemy oh, player's shooting phase... Yeah, yeah. <coughs> yeah, I didn't mean There's that. There's no snapshot worry. All those... Because this, this is what Luke was saying. Luke shooting was like, phalanx, holy like, crap, I don't actually want to play you, because... Mm. I'm not even going to get to touch you before mm -hmm. you get in combat with me. Well, just charge him. But, yeah. No, that's that's yeah. basically my plan. Have you got MCs and like... Plus one to wound uh, with heavy chain blade, Thalax and all that stuff. I'll no, yeah. yeah. It's your best bet rather it's than... It's better than trying to shoot and waiting yeah, for you to charge. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this army is literally... I, I'm not going to Fortis to win. Mm -hmm. uh, I've already got my fluff um, for this army. Oh, I need to I need to write it out but yeah, it's in yeah, my head yeah. in which case I'm probably going to talk to you about writing it out because yeah. you're better with yeah, English I'm than I am I'm starting to get a bit of a story together for that so awesome um, so yeah like my prayer tour is uh, Zakaria the, uh, the Lamented so basically these guys weren't at Cygnus the last they heard was the shit that went down on Cygnus they don't know anything else mm -hmm. therefore they've had no communications with their daddy they've got daddy issues they're now basically I mean, off on a the heretic crusade so they're yeah. basically just going off to try and slow down the traitors as much as they can they will sure. go anywhere and everywhere um, which is why like taking the dreadnoughts and stuff out felt right Yeah, losing the stuff that once it's going to die you're not going to be able to replace it scrap that. so yeah, it's gone yeah, yeah. Um, uh, also having like the red tears destroyers all this sort of thing made more sense Yeah. Um, so yeah I mean that's that's the story and so basically every game I'm literally going into to take out either a super heavy or to basically kill as many tanks and vehicles as I can sweet um, but yeah I've, I've got like I say 2.5k is almost built I need to finish off the red tiers and a Moritat and finish building the chaplain uh, the Praetor sorry and then it's yeah paint like a little bitch sweet 
Uh, but I mean, again, me and Keith been discussing this, and I, I keep bitching about my painting. I hate it. I can't paint for shit. Um, Keith offered to paint it for me, but he said he'd only paint one army, and I didn't want it to be this one. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm probably going to be a dick and make him paint. Something is that, that, he really is that a blanket want. offer, Keith? He's already painted your army. I know my army. <laughs> <laughs> It felt like near enough. Uh, maybe 30 marines and half a dozen. Yeah, but that's all my army is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's... In what, about two weeks? It was really quick, wasn't yeah, it? I need yeah, this stuff, yeah. do it now. Um, but yeah, I mean, I wanted to try and push myself, so I've tried like, pre-shading, I've tried uh, working more with inks and uh, oils and all this sort of thing. Um, but the idea is I'm going to get these guys done to a good-ish for me tabletop level after that event they will come off they will then have additional bits added to them okay then we go to Kieran. I thought you meant you were going to strip them and stuff no again no, 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 no 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 man yeah. I mean there are a few that I'm going to have to strip yeah uh, mainly because like where the paints reacted yeah um, stupid resin uh, but like the idea being that this is the start of their little penitent crusade yeah. therefore they're still in relatively fresh armor oh, as okay. the events proceed yeah, and like my that. skill gets better yeah. I can then make them dirtier and dirtier that's really cool um, but yeah so that's that's pretty much me um, I've got a shitload of other stuff that's just sitting there waiting to be built for them <laughs> yeah. but I keep thinking I need a traitor army as well so that when we go to events or when we buy tickets we can just go that way everyone will have one of each side yeah, yeah, so we can all just yeah. go right we'll just buy two tickets for each side there you go yeah. whoever wants to go that side can play it um, but yeah I've got lots of stuff that I could add and I really want to like a 10 man Iliastus assault cannon uh, assault cannon heavy support squad in like a drop pod or something because why the fuck not assault cannons for days well yeah the only problem is you can't take the new console upgrade with them because he doesn't okay. get the assault cannon he only gets heavy bolt heavy bolt and bolt kite. Yeah. so I mean like that would be pretty sick um, but yeah maybe a master signals or something in there make him yeah. BS5 yeah yeah, yeah. That that make you happy, but yeah, man. I mean, that's that's pretty much me. Um, yeah. We played a game, all three of us, didn't we? Yeah. Uh, me and Mike versus Keith. Thousand points each. Yes. Was it thousand points each or fifteen hundred each? Yeah, fifteen hundred each. 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 Three, yeah. And then you took yeah. the three K, didn't you? Yeah. I mean, um, that was quite fun. Yeah, that's some ultramarines. Yeah, yeah, that was that was Whoa. actually really nice. Yeah, yeah, man. I, I mean, you I you had to leave. Seen your ultramarines actually. Well, that was the only time we saw them. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. he didn't really see them for long. <laughs> no, they. <laughs> They, they didn't last long. They were the um, the meat shield for my drop podding. <laughs> <laughs> Which didn't really go to plan. No. Um, well, but yeah, it was a good game. I mean, like yeah. the, I think the highlight for me was a heavy chainsword equipped tactical sergeant making your Praetor and his Grey Slayers run away like a little bitch. Yes. Mm. Um, and I then I already volunteered to yeah. save you by throwing a plasma squad <laughs> forward. Yeah, I still got charged. <laughs> I mean, you charged your plasma squad into Keith's Death Star unit, basically, um, and didn't last. Keith Played then nothing. charged me in my in his turn and got broken. Yeah, and had to Ooh. run away from like five tactical dudes. That was it. Always fucking break, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, man. That that dude has just been broken down to build uh, that guy. So yeah, he the the tactical sergeant got broken down to become a red tier. Nice. Um, in my kill mark or something. Oh, they're getting the little silver faces. That'll do. Fucking mm. hell. What more do you want from me? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Black tier. Sorry. Too soon. 
every episode. I will not <laughs> I stab Mike. He thing. never gets resistant to it. No, that's why it's so <laughs> fun. He knows. I will not stab Mike. I will not stab Mike. I will not stab Mike. So the next episode, can I sit on the other side? <laughs> <laughs> no, this is the way the mics are. This is how we sit. Um, but yeah, I mean, that was a good game. I think we beat you by like two points. Yeah, In the end, it was that. very close. Because um, you've got Warlord, but we had Linebreaker and First Strike. Yeah, it might have been that. something like that. It was literally like two points in it. Yeah, we mm-hmm. literally inched it. Um, Contemptor did really well. Just took him a few turns. I don't think he has enough attacks on the charge. Trying to chew through yeah. ten uh, heavy support marines and a siege breaker in Cataphracty mm-hmm. was difficult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Assault cannons did work for days, however. Yeah. That was brilliant. Um, lots of rending. That was also the game of my Leviathan. Yeah. Oh, that was indeed. It was. Sorry, yeah. You, uh, <laughs> Keith rolled his Typhon forward, um, and I dropped five Meltavets in front of it, Batan Cunter, and was like, I'm going to fuck it up. And I think I took a single hold <laughs> Because my drop pod scattered and knocked me an inch out of Melt oh, range. Bastard. They still got Tank Hunter, still yeah. did work. It just, by that point, I was, yeah. I was fucked. Um, <laughs> so I was like, all right, I've got this. Leviathan. So, yeah, Leviathan yeah. came up alongside them. Uh, I lost... Three. I lost three <laughs> of my Meltavets. I had two guys left. Uh, Mike charges Leviathan into the into the uh, Typhon, and I was like, "I'm going to go as well." You know, why yeah, not? Yeah. If it goes bang, I'm going to lose uh, it. But fine. they're tank hunters. Why not? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mike did a whole point, yeah. <laughs> and then my Raven Guard painted veteran slapped his melter bomb on and <laughs> sent it fucking skywards. I do like the yeah. one melter bomb taken out. Um, really. I, he, yeah, he killed his squad sergeant because it blew up and ah, killed his squad sergeant. But he was still alive. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think you were too happy about that because I fucked up and rolled mine first, forgetting that obviously he's a higher initiative. Uh, so it was already dead by the time Mike <laughs> rolled his rolls. But it was probably for the best. It was probably for, yeah, it was for yeah, the best because yeah, yeah, you did yeah. a single hole point. It's the only time when Leviathan's come out to play and yeah. It went back in the box pretty sharpish. Yeah. Yes, it did. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I don't think it's the Leviathan's fault. No, I'm going to blame Mike. Oh, it's a terrible Leviathan. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty much me. Oh, yeah, I've, I've forgot something of my hobby as well. I finally got rid of my shit dice and bought some new ones. Yes, he did. Mm. Yeah. They're still shit. <laughs> <laughs> They're new shit dice. And if anything, your scatter dice is now worse. Yeah. I think someone stole my, my good scatter dice. So, I use it for deep striking. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so, Mike, you are. What have you actually managed to achieve, like game-wise? Because I know we've already had chat. So yeah. So we've done those two games. The only other game I played was I played a quick game of um, Titanicus. Um, my normal opponent, he's got two guys each trying to get into it, so he wanted to show them how to play, sort of as quick as he could without needing to set up two games and kind of keep an eye on it. Yeah. So we, I think one of them has a battle group box and the other one had nothing. So we just kind of took all our stuff down and worked out what we had. So we gave each side a warlord, a pair of reaver, no, a single reaver and four warhounds, just so we had nice. a split of things across the board. Yeah. Nice. Um, and then each person, one person on each side had a warlord and a pair of warhounds, the other person had a pair of warhounds and a reaver. Um, and yeah, it was a quick game. I think we only played like five turns of it. But it's just one of those rule sets where you do get hold of what you're doing. At least you can play the game without too much effort. You mm. don't need to mm-hmm. spend your whole game facing the rule book. Is I, it, go on, sorry, mate. I was going to say, I, I keep looking at it and I'm like, 
I really should get into this. I actually watched Bat Raps and got mate, a bit slack, it but it's so just much. dropping the money on it. I've, 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 I've watched like army, five so. or six hours worth of, yeah. of Bat Raps, ranging from like the early Warlord each, yeah. where it lasts like half an hour, all yeah. the way up to like, I think I watched one the other night, <clears throat> excuse me, that was nearly two hours long. Um, and I've got like the Battle Group box minus a Warlord now and an additional Reaver plus six knights. So I've got, what, two Reavers, two Warhounds, six knights just sitting at home waiting to be done. And I always find something else to do instead. Yeah. Because yeah, it's it's one of those, it's, it's more yeah. niche than 30k. Yeah, which is already niche. Really, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm, al I'm already in a, yeah, we're already playing a niche game and you've literally gone a game inside a niche game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that seems to be all I play recently because is is niche games. Eighth Ed Fantasy doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Heresy. old edition of Fantasy and AT. So, but yeah, is it is it as bad as it looks like in videos where you shoot at a, a Titan, you fire like massive fucking world destroyer weapons, and you knock off a single shield? Yeah. Although um, we had one of the turns, we had the go of the warlords. I had a warhound right on the open because I set a trap that didn't work. But I set a trap <laughs> and he fired his warlords at my warhounds. Two volcano cannons, his whatever the missiles are. Yeah. And he started rolling his dice. And I had one shield left. So he rolled his first thing. He was like, oh, I'll take his shield out. Cool. Right. Next big pile of. Oh, can't, can I? Ah. And that, that's, that, there's a lot to be said for that moment where they realise they've got all these dice left. That's <laughs> like ten. It's just going to mince They all the fire up. at the same time, right? So yeah. you. And the yeah. thing is, once you've taken out the shield, you can't go for the hole in the same Titan. Yeah, See, that, that's yeah. my issue with it because I know they're supposed to fire simultaneously. But a shield collapses almost instantaneous. Well, the, the part of the thing is that they're saying the fluff is the shield explodes and it just kind of it acts like a like a force field for a Even bit. Does it? Mm. Does it explode? In all it the novels I've read, so. like you read um, Necropolis. Sorry, I know it's forty k, and I know it's Abner. Mm. You read Necropolis, which is the Gaunt's Ghost one where they're fighting on Vervenhive, and when the shield goes, the sh that's like a, an actual yeah, but shield. That's not a Titan. That's a that's a fucking hive city being protected by a anti world breaking it's also an early abnet so it doesn't necessarily yeah make a lot of the crap up when you I, start I reckon it's safe to say that the whole back catalogue of black library we can find several different answers yeah. to this it's one of those like yeah. universes I mean it? I've read like, Titan Death and when the shields blow in that it, it's slightly more catastrophic but I think, I think there should be a way of not just the, the idea as I understand it is just to encourage you to, to use the scout titans and whatnot to yeah. take the shield that's the which is fair enough it is fair enough a warlord could yeah. just take a, a warhound out without worrying too hard but it should yeah. so it's yeah but it also should it's still a titan it should still survive a bit yeah but a warlord should be able to take out a warhound we without any you should any be hassle. looking you should be using your war, your whole battle group as a unit rather than just going I've got a warlord bang 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 and that's the thing it's, it's stopping that because otherwise you wouldn't take warhounds no no I would I would see that's why I've got rid of my warlord I want that fast moving almost scouty feel to it um, and I will eventually get a warhound to join my heresy army um, which will probably be my blood angels but I'm not sure how the fuck I'm going to fit that in <laughs> <laughs> a random titan starts on the board and everything else drops in anyway <laughs> I would still use the scouts because the scouts are good at stripping shields 
that is what they're there for. Yeah, you, that's what Vulcan Mega Ball Just take shields out and take hold out, then that's their job done. Yeah, but a warlord versus a warlord, it's like hitting two bricks together and see which one crumples first. That's literally it. Whereas yeah. you're going to use the scout titans to take shields before you shoot at it. Yeah, but. Because the apocalypse missile launcher is a shield stripper, yeah, fine. But a warlord should still be able to take on a single smaller titan with ease not just oh, I've just popped his shield with two fucking volcano cannons that's why you, you do have sort of you have a warlord and a warhound working together so you do one takes shield yeah, one takes yeah. thing or you yeah, group kind of swap in there especially did you use any knights I've used them in the past yeah how do you feel about them are they any They're good brilliant. they yeah. are good, right, I'm good. I haven't wasted I'll, money then I want <laughs> to do just a night house well, that's the the you, yeah, the next Molek. book will be Molek, which is yeah. obviously where the Blood Angels decide that they don't want to fight and they're just going to skewer themselves. Yeah, I just um, I I, I don't really <laughs> fucking like writers. Uh, that's a bad book. It's terrible. Yeah, I don't really like that. Yeah, that's <laughs> awful. That's well, the book sorry, there. it's awful for certain factions, as in yeah. certain bits in it are terribly, no, terribly written. I just think it's a bloated mess. I, I loved, like, uh, Little Horace charging forward in the Land Raiders. However, having a ten-man breacher squad plus a character doesn't happen in the fucking game. Yeah, so but also they call... <laughs> they talk about Horace's Land Raider being a Land Raider. They don't talk about it being a Spartan. Yeah, but you can put he's Horace in a Land Raider. Way, but he's got a whole squad of just staring way, way off here. Should we get back onto Mike's Titanicus? No. <laughs> yes, apologies. <laughs> Holy crap, that was, that was mostly me. That was mostly yeah. me moaning about books. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was just a quick game. We didn't do a huge amount. I think I think we only lost one Warhound in the whole game. See, that's, that's what I mean. It, it just doesn't... I oh, know, it's brilliant. What a bit really more of a climax to it. Well, the thing yeah. is, we had a couple of... We had about three or four Warhounds that were all right on the verge. <laughs> and you kind of... <laughs> it's because brilliant. he laughed at me like it was an innuendo. You're just making oh. it worse. Sorry. Carry it's on. a really good game. It's worth playing. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, any hobby you've been up to, Mike? Uh, just painted six of my Outriders just to try and get them on board. Yeah, that's, that's it. That's the first. They look really nice. And yeah. that's not like a detriment to your previous that's work. Like, yeah, but the fact that you knocked them out really f- fuck me. This is just getting worse. Climax Virgil have knocked one out. No, 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 it's, it wasn't a backhanded comment at all. They look, how quickly you managed to get them done, they look really nice, and it is just simple yeah. paint, yeah, dry brush. Paint style and quick. It looks really, really effective. Yeah. The only thing I don't like is the fucking bases. Put more effort into your base. No, because... Oh, I couldn't give a fuck about bases. No. One of those technical paints, bit of a dry brush. Bases and faces. and grass on, done. Bases, faces, shoulder pads. Maybe that's why I'm such a shit painter, actually. I just <laughs> I don't do anything very well. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't like armies that have got... Like you see sort of people who've got lampposts and stuff and figures, and it's kind of like... But the scenery doesn't go with you. It's just a base. So I get a base done quick as, just get it done. It's never going to match the scenery you're playing on, so it doesn't matter. You what, sound what? like a clear basing prick. Yeah, I was going to say... I love the idea of clear bases. Oh, fuck off. Mute him. See you later. <laughs> I genuinely think... <laughs> <laughs> you have actually been muted. Um... No, I, see, I don't like the clear base idea. I think they're brilliant. No, because to me that's still part of the model. The base is part of the model. It makes more sense from an immersive gaming thing with clear bases. Yeah. No, because when I, I see I, it, I all I see agree. is the clean, but clear base. I literally just see the clear base. No, I, as opposed to I'm playing on a like verdant forest world, but I have like lava that follows me around. It's not a gaming side of thing. It's mm. a cinematic thing. For yeah. Me. No, As in, like, when you get a photo of a unit and I'm it's all playing finished. devil's advocate. I it's because you're a dick. You're away. 
I, I can see the point. I just can't do it personally. Yeah, I don't think I could bring myself to do it. Um, I like the whole okay. idea because it matches every bit of terrain that you go on. Yeah. But other than that, yeah. Apologies. Carry on. That was it. So you managed to get your six outrighted as done, yeah. and you've got plans to add more, haven't you? Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. I just need more money. In fact, you sent me a list that had like. 18 bikes 19, 19 bikes in yeah. it because of the the bear bitch centurion got a power sword a bike and a refractor field whoa no artifice oh, are you alright Mike yeah it's because everything else is in transport and I didn't have any transport space for him <laughs> so he actually had to fork out the 20 <laughs> points his, his and, and the thing is my fluff thing still means that I couldn't just have a single guy standing on a building with everything else is bombing past that didn't work in my head why not you just have him like pointing out like, yeah, that way lads yeah, that would piss me off like, how, how did, he did he get there he hitched a ride by holding onto the side of the rhino and then went right you boys can go die and I'm just going to sit I'm going to report back <laughs> it didn't go well guys I'm going to go get help <laughs> sounds right. like old uh, Band of Brothers should we, uh, the lieutenant in that is like, you guys stay here. Yeah, Spears. I'm gonna go ahead. No, not Spears. No, Spears, Spears is fucking is a, awesome. Spears is a G. Man. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry. Carry on. Uh, yeah. Let's get yeah. on to the main. Yeah. Should we? Uh, yeah. Go for a little break and then come have, back. Have a budget yeah. break. All right. So, be back in a bit, guys. Back guys, we're gonna spend some time now talking about Horus Rising. Yes. Um, now, did everyone do their homework? Don't look at me. <laughs> I looked around the room. <laughs> no, <laughs> but I have recently read it. Cool. So yeah, one of the main reasons why we're doing this is to get me to read the books because Keith I don't, don't read. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we had to teach him to read first. <laughs> Should have done a podcast on that. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, for me, reading's just hard work, so I end up joining uh, Audible and getting them through there. So Which I have is fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, Absolutely. Like, you, you have a lot of things going on. Yeah, but so. I, have, I have a lot of time where I can listen to something more exactly. than read it. Yeah, I know, so. I know quite a few people who've made that transition. I really I'm need to quite a, to a, an old school, pretentious I like reading. book person so. I, I would love to but one I don't have time and I'm such a slow fucking reader that's why I get the ump with it it's because you have to spell each word out well yeah <laughs> sorry I'm, I'm not that great with English <laughs> maths I can do maths oh, English Chinese no, giving Horus Rising in binary yeah <laughs> I'll probably be able to work that out a lot quicker <laughs> but yeah so we so I'm, for all four of us, this has to be what? How many times have we read this? I don't want to work it out. Yeah, yeah. like six, this, seven. Yeah, we're, we're talking like major rereads at this point. For us we? three, yeah. Yeah, yeah I've, I've read it, I've read the book, the actual book, once, and I've listened to it about three or four times. Yeah, so, yeah. Okay, so same thing. So, um, yeah, I did try and do some homework with it. Not great at doing homework, never have been. <laughs> But, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, how, how long ago did this come out? Well, 10. 20. Thing. In the back. 2005. Oh, so, uh, maybe this isn't the same edition I have. Yeah, I don't think it is. Yeah, that's my the one's like the, it might be the, the fifth anniversary one. And 
Right, yeah, no. That, no, so that one I thought really got released. released. It's not in there. So. I was thinking, I went to uni in 2006, and we're already four books in at that point, mm. I think. Yeah. 2006. Mm, First published, yeah. 2006. So, yeah, so I mean, we're obviously going to get into all the fucking spoilers. Holy crap, man. If you're listening to this and you haven't read Horus Rising yet. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, it's not really our fault. Can you spoil a book that's 13, 13 years, years old? old. Uh, <laughs> not really. No. <laughs> I was trying like, to come I up guess with if you're hypersensitive to that and you haven't read the book, like switch off now. Just yeah. don't listen to us full yeah. stop, basically. <laughs> we will upset you. Uh, right, I know I know. Mike really wants to say the first little thing about it, don't you? Because I, I'm I like not that worried. I don't think it's that important, is it? <laughs> Just fucking say it, you douche. Uh, yeah, so I think the... It's, I think before we even start with this book, it's just the opening line. Uh, opening line, I was there the day Horus slew the Emperor. Said by the best character in the heresy. But it wasn't Logan. <laughs> no, you're right, it wasn't. <laughs> Torgarden. Uh, yeah. All right, he lasts three books. It's more than some characters do. <laughs> yeah. Now, is Logan the best character in no, the No, no, no. That's why Torgarden Torgar- yeah. says it. Um, so, yeah, that, that's pretty ominous straight away. Like... That, this that basically, opening, like it's it's so iconic. Anyone who's in the heresy has read these books. Yeah. Like they they know about this awesome opening, and it it's such a head fuck, and it it yeah. really illustrates what a great writer Abnett is. Yeah, th- um, pretty much this entire segment is just going to be us licking Abnett's ring face. <laughs> now, I'm not a big Abnett fan, um, and when I read this. Yeah, I, I know, you look at me fucking weird. Everyone look at me fucking weird. Right. It's just my normal look for you. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm not a big Abnett fan, but when when you open that book and that's the first line that you see, I'm like, fuck, this is going to be over really quickly. <laughs> this whole series is going to be over and done with fairly soon. If that's 13 years later. <laughs> yeah. Or you're opening with a flashback. That's even worse. Yeah. <laughs> so... Um, but it's not just that opening line; it's the the whole first few pages. Oh yeah, without where it's set up. Yeah, they're yeah. attacking the Imperium of Man and on Terra. Emperor. On Terra, yeah, on, on Terra, and it, yeah. it, it, it's just so well crafted. It's such a simple idea, just switching, oh, it's turning just on his head. Um, what it allows him to do, I think, is is throw in a lot of world building really subtly. Like, there's not a lot in this book for a lot of classic pulpy science fiction series you could end up with like whole chapters of just info dump world building i made a note of all the things that he sneaks in there during this first chapter naturally as the story unfolds right you've got what the great crusade is and, and who the emperor is you've got um astartes like world building you characterize horus um like it talks about how he sends in Sianus and he tries to find a peaceful solution to a political solution yep. to it, and then when it all goes to shit, he's like decapitate the bastards. Yep. yep. Um, it mentions Ulanor. It mentions Lunal spear tip yeah, tactics. Yeah, yeah. It um, does. It does everything. It, like it's so fucking cool. Well done. Um, really well done. And while it's doing that for like new readers and people who don't know this universe, it's also putting that twist on it for us. Yeah, like 40k geeks like 
making us try and work out what's actually happening here. Yeah. Yeah. It's so well crafted. And at no point does he use all the jargon in a way that you just can't get through. I've, I've read other fantasy novels where you get the first chapter in, you just you don't care. There's so much stuff being thrown at you, you just switch off. So that's what I did out. with Mechanicum. <laughs> right? I literally started reading it and went, nah. This, this does the complete opposite. This pulls you straight in by yeah. your throat and doesn't shove stuff like down your neck, but you're taking on so much new information yeah. that, like you say, it's so subtly put I in there. didn't realise it until I came to make yeah. notes about this on the mm. fifth or yeah. sixth reread, yeah. right? But my brain did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you're going, ah, oh. oh. <laughs> ah. That's it, yeah, it's like, like I listen to it, and as, I, as I'm listening to it, it's like for this, I was kind of like, Oh yeah, I ne- never noticed that before. I obviously did. It just kind of never really tweaked until kind of having to look into it for a, a little review. review. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what it is. We're not well, yeah. not so much a book review, more of a book opinions. Yeah, it's our opinions on it. Yeah, it's the best book ever. No, it's, it's not. It's not. I, the best book. I, <laughs> but it is fucking good. I I don't think it's the best heresy book. I think it is the best heresy. It's the best book to start the heresy. It, I don't honestly. I mean, all right, we've had it for thirteen years. That might be why I'm slightly biased towards it, or whatever. But I think it is the perfect way to start the heresy. Yeah, I think that's like everything that happens in it mm-hmm. because you you get to see. I mean, all we all, when you look at the heresy, all you see is you've got the loyal, uh, the loyalists and the traitors, and the guys that are a little bit in between. Yeah. You've got the loyalists love their Primarchs, blah, blah, blah. The traitors love their Primarchs. But you're seeing them in a different light. Mm-hmm. You're not yeah. seeing the batshit crazy Horus. You're seeing the Horus that loves his children that will actually die for his children. Whereas yeah. later on in the heresy, Horus is for Horus. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say right here, and I'm a little bit behind on the more recent novels in the series. Not as behind as me. Horus, yes, yeah, true. <laughs> Horus is really poorly represented in the later, Horus heresy. Later novels. I'm sure it comes out again later. No, 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 no. He, um, he is, I agree with you from a point of the This is the later only novels. book where I understand why he's the Warmaster. I, I will have to agree he with that. He is just, um, every situation <clears throat> he's in in this book, he is the one in complete control. Yeah. Um, Manipulative, but in a way that um, isn't has, doesn't have that like Erebus dickishness to him. He's just yeah. so good at, at manipulating situations. Well, there to is his a bit in it, isn't there? Right Lokan up says. until the end, yeah. when it all goes to shit. Um, yeah, there there is a bit in it when Loken is inducted into the Mournival and he uh, basically asks, "What is it we do?" Mm-hmm. Because obviously, yeah. to him, the Mournival is like the fucking top tier. Yeah, yeah. it's like the the fucking dog's bollocks. Yeah, and then he realizes after time that the Mournival is there to broach the subject of naughty things, mm-hmm. to basically say what's on Horace's mind without Horace having to do it himself. Yes. Therefore, he can reprimand them. Yes. Whilst actually, you're putting that information into then, another person's head, yeah. and therefore they go, "Actually, this is a really and good there's, idea." There's times where yeah. he kind of uh, rebukes Loken yeah, yeah, or Gadden yeah. for, for yeah, suggesting yeah, yeah. these things. So that he's then so he can he's be talked into it. Yeah, yeah. 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 So I, I think it's fantastic. It's there's a great one. Amazing. You know when Loken goes to the strategium and there's like yep. all these people. Yeah, the big like sit rep. And I guess it's like actually 
laying out where the story's going to go. And from a narrative point of view, that's the purpose of that chapter. Yeah. But he, um, Horus comes into the strategium and he's with that architect, uh, yeah, Peter yeah. Momus. And when the doors open, Horus is like laughing jovially as if he's sharing a joke with the guy. And again, this is so subtle. When Horus asks the architect to like talk, he can't. can't. He, like, you really get that thing in this yeah. book. Of he's the way dumbfounded, that Horus, isn't he? Yes. So how the fuck was he sharing a, a little joke before? It's all staged. It's all yeah, it's it is. Yeah, of course it's it is. It's all presented as, you know, this, yeah. is, this is what I am. Yeah, so he's, he's the soldier's soldier. Yeah. As in, like, he, he is the one, he's the general that can walk amongst the troops. And he's the and soldier. He talks, he talks in a working class accent. That, yeah, that's, the, that's, the, that's what I was going to yeah. say. Yeah. Like the, the they the even say accent that. Yeah. Is for, from, like, the deepest, darkest parts of Caphonia. Well, he's yeah. never been. Yeah. 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 But that, that's the thing, that's what made him, obviously in my mind, Sanguinius should have been Warmaster. Now that's not just being the virus because the Blood Angels, but if you read the books, almost every single Primarch says Sanguinius should have been mm -hmm. Warmaster. Uh, but Horus has everything, like he has all the, the suave, he I, has the, the way with the people. Is it because yeah. he was more down to earth? I think so. Sanguinius is a bit that Don't even fucking dare say anything. I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, all I was going to say about Sanguinius is just. Because they mentioned it at one he point where the other ones. No, it's the wings. It's not saying that you're yeah, building up this world not. where you don't have science, uh, you have science, you don't have myth, you don't have. Whereas he to is. To have someone leading yeah. your crusade that's got wings and looks like an angel is. Um, yeah, science, hate myths. By the way, this angel's going to lead you. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that's what. Uh, yeah. I can't remember. There's two of them that actually talk about it. In fact, it might even be. Sanguinius and Gilliman later on mm -hmm. about Imperium Secundus might have said it as well possibly I mean I, my brain is full of alcohol right now but <laughs> it's full of like and all coffee. the knowledge and a lot of coffee but like there, there's bits when like Sanguinius himself says I couldn't be in charge of this yeah. I'm, I'm a mutant well, essentially that, that's, yeah. that's what I was going to say it's like how, how could you um, destroy a planet for being slightly different when, when you're him. a fucking mutant anyway. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I prefer the term angel, but... And an emo. It was hanging so there. Is. What do you reckon the penalty is for beating someone to death with a coffee mug? Um, are there witnesses? I don't know. I'm looking at you two. Are there? <laughs> and will this be released while he's beating me to death? <laughs> but it's, this whole book is just... It's just the foreboding the whole way through the book. Just constantly. Mm -hmm. Every single thing. Like you said a quote earlier um, about the Cisterian. Oh, so yeah, this is something I've really like. I, I, there's several. I've made so many fucking notes. I'm not going to be able to go through all this. <laughs> <laughs> there's several times where he sneaks in these really cute references to 40k for us, basically. Yeah. yeah. And it's. It, doesn't hit you over the head with it. The one that I, that I mentioned earlier was in the first chapter, actually, and it's just it's a thing about uh, the Gisterin and their plate being different colours. They look like some other Black Legion. Yeah. Um, there's references to Abaddon in the future. Yeah, yeah. about how you guys would cry when Abaddon no longer fought across There'll the There'll be stars. a day when, when Abaddon no yeah, well, makes uh, war I think it's, amongst I think the realms of men. When Loki was somewhere. thinking about, he, 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 yeah. about his death, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, he couldn't em envision uh, 
a bad and not raging war yeah. across the start. Yeah. It's just yeah. like there's so many things in there that, like you say, they're cute little references for mm. all those people that have spent years abusing their minds with 40k fluff. But if you didn't get the reference, you've not sat and gone, that was a reference I, just, I didn't get. No, yeah. yes. like you've just gone yes. over it, haven't you? Yeah. It's yeah. just a line. He treads that line so well in this. Another one bit I wanted to talk about is when the fists are in it quite yeah. near the start. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And it, it does this really subtle job for new readers who aren't familiar with the universe of establishing there's multiple different legions with different command structures yeah. and heraldry and all that stuff. And it establishes the re- the key thing here that the emperor has fucked off back to Terra to do something, and there is dissent about it. Yeah, because Sigismund yeah. is yes. talking to Loken and Togarden, and yeah. they say to him, "Oh, you're fucking off away from the Crusade, are you?" And yeah. he's like, "Well, no, we're going to protect Terra. No, we're not. Yeah. We're not just leaving you. We're going and to protect we'll Terra. Back, yeah. Yeah. We will be back. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. It, that's where, like, like the the tagline of 40k is in the grim dark future there is only war. Mm-hmm. Well, that pretty much sums the whole thing up because Sigismund himself says is it Sigismund and Norris the other guy yeah, yeah who later on fights with Korax on Deliverance and all that sort of shit okay but I think one of them turns around and says well yeah this is never going to end yeah. do you yeah, really Sigismund's, see an end yeah. to this because yeah. we There'll don't always be something there will else. always be war yeah. which again is another tagline of 40k yeah. it's so well executed and mm. so well put in there that it does like for the veteran reader it does make you go <laughs> That's pretty yeah, cool. it gives you a little. It makes you yeah. feel good. It yeah. does. It's like. Yeah. It's well, like I think they yeah. use the exact phrase. I think they just say they don't do the in the dark grim future. They just say in the future they'll only be because yeah, yeah. otherwise it wouldn't flow. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like it's just so well put together, mm. and I mean, as an opening to the heresy, yeah, spot on. No matter mm-hmm. what, like the whole book reads beautifully. There's no bits in it that made me go. And uh, this is a completely personal taste, and I understand we talked about this earlier. You'll disagree. Many people listening will disagree. There's times where my notes read six pages of fight scene, I skim read. Um, I'm not an action bolt a porn See, kind I of think, guy. I don't think um, it's put in there. Like, it's over still the top. fine, but. And I think some of it is to show how the legions fight. Yeah, yeah. Like the, the very first bit, right? So you, you, they're, they're fighting against. The Emperor, mm. quotation marks, and that bit, yeah, you might have skim read that bit when he, he throws a flash grenade, rolls around a corner, I didn't mind all this, this sort bit, of shit, right? it's, not, it's short and sharp and punchy, and actually, that bit, because Logan's established as a captain, yep. yeah. and then he comes to that situation and he puts himself on the line At for risk. the sake of his men. Yeah, yeah, because and it establishes something about his okay. character, yeah. and it establishes something about the way officers work in the legions, right? right? So, this is one thing that I find interesting because I, I don't particularly enjoy this character um, what do you actually think of Loken in this book in this book I think he's a naive captain that loves his legion loves his commanders loves Horus loves the ideal of the Imperium but as the book progresses he becomes slightly darker still incredibly naive I think he becomes confused yeah. because he, he doesn't want to distrust Horus he doesn't want to distrust anything but he is naive he I don't is. think in this book he comes to distrust Horus well, I, think, I think he starts like, to see this was ju- ju- the way his machinations ju- work yeah, yeah he, he starts to ju- kind of question without because they've always been told him there is no, thing, no such thing as chaos yeah, there is no yeah. such thing as a god I think yeah. that's, that's the thing You've, he kind of what he has been taught and been drilled into his head 
all of a sudden it's gone completely out of the, yeah. the window. Mm-hmm. And he, I don't think, in this book, I don't think he can handle that difference. No, no, no. He has been, he is so straight lines that he, straight line, on the verge of boring, in my opinion. But yeah, 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 I can, yeah, I can see that. I mean, that that's a classic archetype for a protagonist, though, mm. sometimes. That he's just a blank slate for us to experience this story through. Yeah. The other thing that I really enjoy about Logan's character is the fact that they do dehumanise him. When Mercedes Oliton is talking to him, they, yeah. she dehumanises him straight mm-hmm. away. She said how he, he's almost handsome. Mm-hmm. Everyone looks at... All right, this doesn't is going to sound think, ever so slightly homosexual. something similar with her but they can't yeah yeah, yeah because he, he looks at her and he, he looks at the fact that her skin is like charcoal mm. you know she yeah. is she is ebony this, that her skull is shaven and slightly distended where she's yeah. got this, this um, memo coils in yeah but she looks at him I mean as a youngster not as a nearly 30 year old man but as a youngster when you're playing games like this, you look at your characters. You don't want the guy that's got half his face missing and all this. You want the typical archetype. You want that big, heroic, strong, good-looking character to lead your armies. Mm-hmm. And Abnett's completely twisted that because Oliton looks at him and goes, he could almost be handsome, but he's not human. Mm-hmm. His, yeah. his jaw's distended where, where the, the uh, gene seed's taken over. Yeah. His neck is wrong. He, you can see the black carapace through his skin and all this, and it's fantastic. His relationship with Mercedes Oliton is brilliant. fantastic and it's so important. Like Placing the remembrances yeah. in this uh, to get that disconnect between the two. Yeah, so to, to show you that whilst they're the defenders of humanity, they're not human. But then he still has these he has surprisingly humane, human yeah, he moments, has humane that, moments that Doesn't neither Dawn of them can say quite that. work Dawn out. Dawn says that part of the reason I picture is you are almost human. For space yes. you're almost yeah. human. Yeah. It's something... Yeah, not, not in this one, but yeah. No, I think it is no, this one. No, it is in this, this one. one. I was reading yeah. the that's why it's... Dawn uh, lobbied for him to be in the morning about He did yeah. indeed, you're right. My bad. Like I said, it's been a while. Yeah. It's, just, it's something along the lines of he's kind of like, you know, please stop saying that because you make my, I won't get my head back in my helmet or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now, the first time I, I ever listened to this, I brought the bridged version uh, of Horace Rising, and none of the remembrances, other than a small little bit, were in it. So it isn't until later on that I actually realised how important they are actually yeah, in the. I think that's a horrible decision to cut those. Yeah, but I can understand why, because the, what's the easiest bits to cut out? The bits for the humans. But. Is the non, the six, six pages of I punched Jubal, he punched me back. Yeah. I'd, no, cu- see, I'd cut that any I day before some I cut of that. the stuff that is the thematic heart of this story. But that's not what they're selling. <sighs> that's the only problem. Well, they're they're selling bolt. Yes, they <laughs> yeah, are. No, I, no, I, I, agree, I, I agree. I completely agree with you. Yeah. It would be easier to cut that bolt of horn. But what are they selling? They're yeah, selling a war I, novel. I understand that. They're, they're selling so, a, a novel that's about space fighting. Yeah, yeah. But could it also be because when the abridged version came out, it was really early on, it was. and the remembrances yeah. didn't have an arc yet; they just had a, a bit part to be an intro into the space marines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah it's, it's that whole human looking into the space marines' way of life. Mm-hmm. The best way to describe what a space marine is is through human eyes, mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. because that's how we see them. Yeah. yeah. Um, so having them, the normal people there, is a good way of seeing. These human characters also set up so much about the heresy um, yep. so like you've got Sigismund doing 
you know that saying we talked about Sigismund the the war is going to go on forever. Yeah. Well, this that's the same as where Carcassi <sighs> gets pissed and gets in a fight with, with a load yes. of imperial um, army yeah, troops. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, for exactly the same thing. And yeah. Logan even mentions that to him. He's like, I'm not really sure that I can punish you because I heard a well, he says senior Astartes commander say exactly the he, same he, thing. He even yesterday. says to him, he says, yeah. look, look at me, you know, I have vouched for you because they were going to send you back to Terra. Well, they mm. weren't, obviously. They would probably just kill him because yeah. you can't have a human mm. preaching without the God stuff, but preaching mm-hmm. that this is never going to end. What we're doing is futile. Mm-hmm. So when, when Logan like, vouches for him and says... There's one catch. No matter what, you can't lie. Mm-hmm. Like so, everything he says is the truth yeah. to Loken anyway. And eventually, I think that's what helps Loken realize what is going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And obviously, later on, you, you've got like his death and all this sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. But I think like that. Then when he like stands up and says, "Right, I will take him." Yeah. That is the start of Loken's realization. Yes, I think so. I think so. Without, I think it start, not, it starts not with the Whisperheads and Jubal. Yeah, yeah but, but I, I don't mean as in like it, the, the realization the there's something wrong with the Legion, right? Realize there is something wrong with the whole and like deal. Keela poses that question yeah. to him yeah. as well, doesn't she? I think um, she's a fantastically yeah. written character yeah, 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 early yeah. on. I don't like her later. Yeah, we'll get uh, into I, that when we read the other books. I do agree. At the moment, I've only read her in these. She's brilliant in this. Cinderman's really important for Logan. I, I like Cinderman. Having, well. having a human teacher is yeah, fantastic. Yeah. And he also says he's a tutor, not a mentor. Yes. He's like, yeah. I have no control over what he thinks. I'm just telling him stuff. Read mm-hmm. the Chronicles of Ursh. Yeah. 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 Sorry, it's a yeah. line from the book. If no one's read it yet and no yeah. one remembers that, go read it. <laughs> um, yeah. The, the other thing I've got in my notes, and it was a weird one, it was just I, I like the insight, was one of them talks about a starty smelling of sweat. And yes. it's such a small thing, but you always talk about... Time. Now this... Sweat and gun oil. This is pure abnet, right? Yeah. Things like that, the small details, this mm. is where he stands out mm. in this world. I, yeah. You know, I like a lot of these, of these Black Library authors, but Abnett really stands out. His books are the only ones that have things like music in yep. them. Yeah. There's a bit uh, in this book where you talk about someone humming the Legion March. Yeah. I think yeah. Torgaddon, when yeah, 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 yeah. 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 they've left the lodge, right? Um, Reminded me of uh, if anyone's read um, Eisenhorn, yep. uh, like Xenos, the Inquisitor, obviously he's no. just like a jazz singer, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's that's so Dan Abnett. Yeah. It's a world where music exists, sport exists, money, the economy, like things that, that, that we take for granted that are always missing in in forty k. It's it's not heresy, like heresy, but like you say about Abnett with the Gaunt's Ghost novels, he does it again because mm. like you you get scenes where they're just walking through the ship, walking through the market buying stuff yeah. you never hear about Imperial yeah. Guard troopers no. actually getting paid yeah. but these guys are yeah. these guys are walking through and having to fish out some coins or some yeah. credits <laughs> and like you say that little tiny tiny little detail makes all the difference because you Absolutely. can actually relate to yeah. the characters it also yeah. adds more so you you can see what they're doing in your head yeah. you can kind of make the sounds because you know what a bolt is probably going to sound like and now you've got the smell as well because mm. I think he says Loken smells sweet because he actually showers well mm. yeah the other Something thing is whenever she walks into his room He's always polishing his armor. Yeah, yeah. And she says later on about how he smells of the sweat of training, the gun oil from his bolter, and yeah. also the lapping powder lapping that he's polishing his armor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How she and she she like recognizes that straight away. She yeah. knows where he is, like when she walks past someone. Yeah, and yeah. she can tell the difference. So that's just a fucking human. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no one else has even 
approached that topic. Yes. Well, yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. I, it made, I, I read this yesterday on the train. And it, it made me think about, have we seen that anywhere else? I've got half a feeling there's a shower scene in Dark Imperium. And it's, all, it's a whole squad that's just done their training. And they're talking about being Primaris and being split into other um, chapters. Oh, so it's not bound to go... No, no. But they're just, I think they're just literally getting stuff done, going to put their armour back on or whatever it is. And they're sort of saying, oh, I think the space was going, I'm not going to the space was on, going to the other chapters being created. And they're laughing at him. And it's just a small thing like that. It's, I think it's the only other time you ever get a, these guys actually have to shower. There, there are things yeah. that are still human. I don't know actually because in Deliverance Lost there's a little bit about that yes there is yes and we, we bitch about that book a lot and it's very very poor in many many ways but actually they do is it Guy Haley or Gav no or Gav Thor Gav, Gav, Gav Thor um, yeah I don't know why I looked at you there um, <laughs> Gav, <laughs> Gav not Gav it was yeah Gav, Gav Thor weren't it mm. he, he manages to actually get that bit in now that's obviously taken from the same sort of lines mm. as because Gav Thorpe's not a writer. Not, it wasn't uh, a writer. Yeah, I still argue he's not. Gav, if you're listening, I do apologise for my uh, compatriot. Um, but no, he's, he's not like, he's never been a big author. It's only in the, the last few years that yeah, he has yeah. actually started taking yeah. things on. And like, that, like, that is a nice little bit to take from something. If you're going to take anything, don't have this random bolt of porn. Don't have the chainsaws mm. clashing and the meat getting stuck in between the teeth. Yeah, have the shower scene. Have the scouts having to sleep. Have no, you know what I mean. No, no, no I mean that, just, those are the things I. I, I, I think I think you have a worse opinion of Deliverance Lost than me. It's very middle of the road. For, you're a Raven Guard fan, though. Yeah. See, that's so what made me like Raven Guard. That book. It was um, just not. I I think. For precisely the reasons you're talking about, it stands out more than just another action pulp book. It's not it's not the lack of action or anything like that. Mm. It's just how there are several novels that have legions that I really like in. And there are several novels that have legions that I I'm not a fan of. Yeah. And they're written so badly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh the Night Lords in Pharos. That sort of thing. Yeah. <laughs> Forget where they, they instantly come forgettable. Yeah. They um, are just a villain to be there in the background. So, Talking about other other legions, it's like, what about the other legions like the Imperial Fists? How you felt that they were straight trying? away? You get the fist feel. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you tap do. out, tap out. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean. You get that stoic, mm-hmm. um, unmoving feel from Sigismund mm-hmm. and yeah. the other captain that's with him. I can't remember if it is Norris. So, but you get that feel, and it's just it's really well done. The the feel like. I get that feel when they talk about the uh, the Emperor's uh, death being funeral and they're just standing there like steadfast in their gold armour as it's described as. Yep. Um, I feel that's kind of like very much the, the moment that I feel that they are very much uh, the way the, the fists are. They're ah, just standing yeah. there. Unmoving. Um, unmoving. Yeah, might as well be statues. Is this the one Men with stone, murder right? in? Can't yeah, so I was just going to say, yeah. gonna say the other big legion here obviously is the Emperor's Blood Angels. Well, they're all dead. <laughs> well, That's the other thing. Sanguinius shows up for but there is like, like a, a couple little of little chapters, moments between the two Primarchs that yes. is fucking brilliant. Yeah. And like, like Sanguinius just walks in all casual and sits down starts eating fruit and Horace throws a fruit at him and he just catches it and starts yeah, eating yeah, it. Yeah, and it's yeah, like yeah. that brotherly love. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we're just going to have to lose Mike because he uh, he needs to uh, 
<laughs> Do you have any, uh, any final remarks on Horus Rising? Uh, no, it's, it's mostly it's just, for me, it's just an easy read without, it gives you everything you need to get into the series without really getting into the series. It, mm-hmm. it really is the bit that makes you love Horus. So, mm-hmm. obviously, skipping ahead a little bit, the second and third books, you're genuinely sad knowing what's coming. Like, he really is the best of the best. And it, he feels like that. And then all of a sudden he falls, and it's a massive. It's not a shock, you know, it's coming. But yeah, I think it still was a shock. I I yeah. I, I agree. I feel it's a shock on how it it kind of happens. You kind of know. Well, yeah, you already know story. what happens. We already know the ending. We already know that Horace dies. The Emperor takes over. If you don't know that about the heresy, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> I, I started making one of my mates read it. Um, who's into reading, but he doesn't know about 40k. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's interesting for him, because he doesn't know the Emperor dies. Holy he crap. Know who does that it. would be right. amazing. Right. Yeah. It's brilliant. So to, to be that naive, to not to know it. what happens, yeah. 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 Told him not amazing. to research it, just read the books. That, that must be it. such a good thing. That's really cool. Yeah. Uh, especially later on with Scars. I mean, I was, he was messaging me while he was reading Scars. And I was kind of like, so, far in the so what side do you think the Khan's going to be on? He generally didn't know. Oh, this is mate, can we get him, we get him on, on the show to talk about this? Um, that would yeah. be really cool. If we can, yeah, yeah, yeah. that would be awesome. We would probably yeah. do like an entire op- episode just talking to him about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I just Pro- want, yeah. Like, I guess you'd have to finish the series before, but yeah, sorry, yeah. Mike, you need to show yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right, take it easy, mate. BS, yeah, so we'll carry on. Um, we've lost Tarek. We've <laughs> been, are you Tarek? Yeah. I don't know who anyone is. You've lost the little I'm a little Horace, aren't I? You are a little Horace. Yeah. Um, but yeah with the scene with uh, Sanguinius and Horace mm. you get that brotherly love that as a player you never see and what yeah, yeah you, you, that's really cool you, you, in fact he even tells him what he's, he's, he's the little angel on his shoulder in that scene yeah, as well yeah, right because he's, he's, he's revealed something to the Mournival um, and then Sanguinius comes in and he's like now tell him the full no, yeah, yeah, now yeah. tell him the truth now tell him yeah. the full truth yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 and it's amazing it, there's literally like no way I can describe it any better yeah. that is brilliant and I think in terms of the entire series that is when you see two Primarchs the closest is Sanguinius and Horus I think that's really not true. just yeah. that that bit but that is true. the start of the relationship that you mm-hmm. actually get to see they love each other mm-hmm. and w- literally as we've just said we know what's happening we know Horace kills Sanguinius well yeah. if you look at the artwork he hasn't got like three lines in his chest or a hold he's got a sword and the Empress stood behind him but still Chris is obsessed um, with this like, yeah me and Chris were actually talking about it 40k conspiracy yeah me and Chris were actually talking about it but yeah they're, they're, they love each other mm. and yeah. they are like perfect together even the legions perfect together later on when you read about like the Nephilim the attack with the Nephilim and stuff like this not in this book um, I believe that's at the beginning of Fifth Tread yeah it is yeah. Uh, Horus is the anvil upon which the hammer of the blood angels yeah, falls and yeah, it's yeah. fucking amazing <laughs> yeah and that little scene just explains it adds all the depth it, it's just it? yeah. yeah I'm I'm actually like stumbling over words to try and figure <laughs> out how to explain it best. yeah like Mesmerized by it's, their bromance. Yeah, basically, it's it's <laughs> that brotherly love that you never see again. Mm. You know, the Khan doesn't yeah, like yeah, anyone. Yeah. And it's very contrived with like Fulgrim Ferris and things. Yeah, like with that. with Fulgrim and Ferris, that's more of a of 
Fulgrim wants to stick his dick up Ferris's ass, basically, or in his like neck. His neck. Well, that's all that's left, isn't it? There's another opening for him. Um, DIY. <laughs> oh. I'm just gonna go home, decapitate my wife, and fuck herself. Um, <laughs> this is definitely not for kids. <laughs> but I mean, it's like it's it is brilliant because like that you don't you get that that some of the Primarchs like each other. Mm. You get that they get on together and all this sort of stuff, and you get that they tolerate each other. I like some of the sort of background references to which ones are pissed off that Horus got this promotion. Sacrilegious literally doesn't give a shit, um, does he? and the way he has to, you know. Um, they're spending too long in the Interrex at the end because yeah, yeah. he needs to go meet with Alfarius. Yeah, that's the other thing. He needs to go he meet to Lion at the Lion. Yeah, he yeah. needs to talk to someone else. Everyone's yeah. like lobbying for his attention. Yeah. And Sanguinius is just like... the new taxmen. Yeah. I love yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. Again, another little yeah. bit that's yeah. just fucking brilliant. Yeah. But yeah, going back to murder. Mm. Um, the Empress Children perfectly written it's done so well and this uh, is the only yeah. book I can say that about yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. because like, when you get to Fulgrim the cliff too quick well, it's not, yeah 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 when yeah. you get to Fulgrim it, they've already gone this man. sets up that tension um, yeah and Lucius uh, uh, sorry Tarvitz even explains it to Tarek right that that I know we look this way to outsiders but this is what our doctrine's really yeah. about and yeah. it, it's that tragedy it's of where they're striving headed striving to be perfect and, because you know I quite enjoy the bromance of Tarvitz and Lucius in this I, I there's, actually, a, there's a bit in it where Lucius is genuinely like apologetic and like oh yeah. so I've been a bit of a dick to you haven't I and, and I think again if you're someone like Mike's mate who's never read this this that's going to be good not knowing that's, where this is going to go it's going to break oh, you yeah. Like, yeah. when Lucius I mean, turns like that it's going to break yeah. you I, well, he's I, already read it now but yeah, yeah. I, I, I love Lucius in this book I think I like him. it when Loken breaks his nose yeah yeah but I, <laughs> the, the whole thing with him is like he wants to be this this brilliant uh, Lord Commander yep and he's he never will be yeah he's aimed to do that and what he does to do that and it's like I thought it was interesting uh, there's a tiny bit of foreshadowing where and he actually gets a bollocking for it from Eidolon but when he's using the megarachnid limb blade. As, yeah, uh, the blade limb. as a weapon put it down as a Xenos uh, weapon yeah yeah and then yeah. I think within two books Eidolon's gonna have like, he, uh, it's not even two yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, in Eisenstein, isn't it? Because um, the Empress children aren't in it anymore. In Eisenstein, he screams at the war singer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's already got the extended from the lair. Yeah, that, yeah that's yeah. what it is, you know. Yeah. And the best bit for me that sums up the relationship between them, because obviously the Empress children were a small legion. They fought alongside the sons of uh, the Luna Wolves mm. at yeah. first until they built up their numbers. Yeah. But like, Tarek talks about how awesome they were. Yeah. And he he. he like has nothing. Tarek is such a fucking master troll when he gets down there. <laughs> <all the laughs> literally, my favourite bit of the book. He he says to like Saul after this bit. He says to him, you know, like we fought alongside you guys. Never fucking fault you. You know mm. what the fuck happened? Because that guy over there, that Eidolon, is a dick. Yeah. <laughs> they they I land down, that. and he goes, you know, what are you doing? And he's like, well, the world was in trouble, so you thought you'd send your entire force to the world. Piecemeal. Well into, done, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then Eidolon tries to claim credit. Yeah. For yeah. Saul's yeah. idea. And, yeah. and Tarek's just like, that was your idea to blow up the trees, weren't he? Like, <laughs> yeah. But well, one of his line troopers rats on him. Yeah. yeah he and does. He just tries to shut him. Like Tarek, yeah, yeah, um, Saul's too like. Nice. Modest to yeah. to. Yeah. Like, no, like I'm say your CEO here. Yeah. I I order you to like tell me what you're gonna say. Yeah, yeah. and he says yeah. it was uh, Captain Tarvis's idea, yeah. not 
Lord yeah. Commander Eidolon. Yeah. And I think that sets the precedent for how they're going to go later on. Yeah. You know, like the Empress yeah. children do become this purely narcissistic legion. Mm-hmm. I wish that so much that's set up at exactly the right pace in this book had continued at that pace. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I agree. I don't want to talk too much about it because we'll talk about other yeah, books yeah, yeah, yeah. down the line, but that's the case with the Lunar Wolves, it's the case with the Emperor's Children. I think you also get a nice little look into the Lodgers without being too much. Yeah. You yeah, see now, that they're not this... Because, I mean, to, to us, it's the Lodgers it's are so what normal. started it all. Yeah. And in fact, it's not. It's just a place where anyone yeah. can go talk to anyone there without a rank. Yeah. intrinsically wrong with the no, Lodgers. It's just where people can talk. Like, when Loki goes down there, he sees... Uh, Nero describing a knife technique I believe it is to a commanding officer and they're just talking to each other as brothers not as you're my boss I'm just a lonely sergeant there is no no line there at all it's just you are together one one thing with Loken we were talking about his character a bit earlier do you think he switches too quick on the lodges he seems to think that they're some literally diabolical I, I think it's and then he goes there and he's almost too fine with it I no felt. no because he's not he's still not fine with it because when Nero goes to see him he says you know I suppose you want my badge but he when he wants I can't remember exactly what's happening when he wants to go fuck off and do something he uses the I can't say line on Nero yeah. to get out so he's quite happy to use the line. but I think it's like sarcastically Okay. Because he's still yeah, yeah, not hundred yeah. percent behind it, yeah. and then obviously later on, as I, we get to it, you realise what the lodges are. Mm. I think he sees the benefit of the lodge. He mm-hmm. just doesn't agree with it, and mm-hmm. I think that is the difference with it. Yeah, no, yeah, totally. Um, yeah, but yeah, with with like, um, sorry, I'm just thumbing through the front pages because I'm just trying to remember the guy's name. Uh, Targost, the lodge right. master. Lodge master. Yeah, he walks out. And yeah, he has got the the whole robe and the little dark, little intrinsic okay. sides that are again foreshadowing what what is going to happen and where you're going to go with it. I want to take a deeper cut on this. I think one of the big themes in this book is, despite what what the emperor wants to do, you're never going to strip away the the need for human beings to have rituals in yeah. their lives. Right? Carcassi thinks about it when he goes to the church when he's been drinking all day. You see it with the Mornival induction yep. ritual yeah, yeah, yeah. and they're like don't worry this isn't we're not some this cult, is just something that happened just something, something yeah. we've done ever since but isn't that ultimately what any religious ceremony <laughs> is well yeah even down it's <coughs> excuse me even down to the moon on yeah the helmets yeah. yeah and like having the four stages of the moon i understand what it symbolizes in the legion mm-hmm. they're the lunar wolves fine but it's the fact that they have to do it on a starless night with water, yeah. Yeah. blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. There is that ritualistic, like yeah. heritage. To I, and I, I really feel like there's there's this un- whole undercurrent to the book that's saying like <coughs> the Great Crusade is just a doomed idea. Oh yeah, without doubt, without doubt, you can't get rid of this need in human beings. No, um, I think yeah, it's very sorry, Caramel. Yeah, I was just going to agree with your your whole point. It is like the the whole religious thing. Um, I mean, the, the whole having something to believe in is what you generally fight for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, all right, I'm going to quote a film here, <clears throat> but and I think it's actually a true historical quote, but it's just been used in a different context. 
Uh, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. He says a peasant fighting for his family in his home is worth ten knights being paid to fight in a far-off land. Yeah. And that, that, is, that is the thing. You need something to believe in. You need mm-hmm. to fight for something, not yeah. just money. Yeah. Because if you're just getting paid, well, you want to live to get paid. And when you you're see, willing to die to protect you see your family. at the start lecturing yeah. people on what it is we're fighting for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ultimately, it's that we say we're right, mm-hmm. which is just, yeah. that's the same old... Well, that's the problem. ...religious war message, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Like well, it's it's this, just anything, isn't it? This, like, atheistic fundamentalism that the emperor yeah. has yeah. given them well, I mean like the, the emperor uh, we're probably going into a bit of fanfic here but the emperor is a god yeah he's part of the eighth uh, I think by 40k he is because my conspiracy well, he's, theory he's is he did all this to become a god no see I, uh, mine is that he is a god because if you look at the eight pointed circle you've got the four main gods which are the four main stars at uh, the four main points you've got the four smaller gods which are the four smaller points the whole thing in one you need a counterbalance to it. There can only yeah. be... Uh, anyone that watches Game of Thrones or has read Game of Thrones, you know that the White Walkers can only exist when dragons are yeah, around yeah, yeah, because yeah. they are two sides of the same coin. Yeah. You can't have one without the other. It's the similar thing with the 40K, with the, the whole Warhammer universe. You can't have all this bad without some good. They are a mirror of each other. Yeah, I completely right? agree. Now, he doesn't want people to deify him whilst he's alive because doing so allows the chaos gods to be brought back into it because without being without I worship s- I think he fucks up so much oh mate I he's a cunt I have to wonder <laughs> like you see the interrex at the end of, the, yeah, of this yeah, book yeah. and it's a glimpse of I mean you're a big Trekkie right yeah. I love Ian Banks' culture series you see a glimpse of how Warhammer could have been a decent yep science fiction universe right where he, like that bit yeah. where the interrex guy is talking to Loken he's like Fuck, like we thought you were chaos, but you're actually just children. Yeah. Like you don't, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like you don't understand. The emperor's whole philosophy yeah. dooms yeah. them from the start. It does because like, he doesn't want them to believe in it. Because mm. if you believe in it, there's a chance you're going to think, "Hang on a minute, yeah. that's better than what I've got." I'm going to start <laughs> yeah, worshiping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This whole this book just shows how much um, they are spreading the the truth in quotation marks through a lie. And that is yeah. what this whole book is, I, I feel, is about. We come back there to Carcassi's role in the story, mm. right? And actually, Lorgar as well, right? Speak the truth, even yeah. if your voice shakes. Yeah. I think is what Erebus says to him. Right? Yeah, but yeah. Erebus is a dick. Yeah, I know. But <laughs> even in this, Erebus is a dick. Yeah, although yeah. I think he covered it fairly well. Covers it all right. Um, he's not too much of a dick. It, obviously, when he shows up and he's the one person not constantly badgering Horus for attention you're like wow something's probably up with this guy isn't it I think is it this book but I do like the fact is that they prove that Erebus is is an actual fighter he goes in the cages against he loses against Lucius doesn't he by like a single point and after beating a long long fight uh, he beats Little Horus and maybe Tarek I think he does best Tarek or they Beat, as in they hit each other yeah, but yeah. he's already beaten little Horus yeah. because he says watch that move yes yeah. Tarek says to Loken watch that move and then actually Loken fights Lucius he yeah. says show him how, how a, a true Lunar Wolf yeah, fights and he goes alright yeah. bang and yeah. breaks his nose <laughs> yeah. fucking awesome yeah um, I mean I, I just love it because like, Erebus is everyone's little bitch he seems to be in like the I books. don't know man he's, he's like I think in this he's actually written 
fairly well. Yeah, you can actually get like a little bit of a connection with him. You can see why what he's doing and stuff like that without yeah. just going, I fucking hate this cunt, I'm going to skip this page. Yeah. But like, I think the whole thing shows that there is brotherhood between all the legions. Mm-hmm. No matter what happens, at this point in time... And there's still little seeds of yeah, the set, yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's... Well, Erebus helps cool that there. as well when they're um, fighting in the cages. Yes. He does, like, yeah. sow little seeds of descent between Well, Lucius them. being a, a Lucius cock, is cocky shit as well yeah. uh, helps with that. Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. Um, <laughs> but, like, the bit when Tarek and Loken are walking back from the lodge mm. and Tarek laughs, humming, he's humming the, the marching tune, yeah. he laughs, jumps and hits one of the pipes. Yes, yeah. That's not something you would expect a marine to do. No, no. And they're giggling like children, and this they're they're like playfully pushing each other. And he constantly like has little digs at Loken in a banter sort yeah. of way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Like real soldiers. Yes. Now there's some really idiosyncratic character, like space marine characters here, like yeah. like yeah. what you're talking about there. Earlier today, we were talking about I acting crews, right? Yes. So it's set up that Love space him. marines are functionally immortal. Yeah. And then, but there's also like a grandpa who's yeah. going a bit senile. I, I, <laughs> I don't think he's going senile right. so well, much as he's I, not being allowed on it. to fight. Right. So well, the way that the way he always says the wrong thing and, and he's like, moment. "Oh, yeah. get back in my day." Yeah. I, he reminds me of Uncle Albert from Only Fools. Yes. Yeah. It's just, it's just that that iconic. But I love him as a character. Yeah. I think he's great. I love mm. him as a character. Doesn't do a lot in this one, but no, later he's set on he up does. well for. Yeah, the rest and of also the I think you you see him become youthful again later on yeah. in the novels because like right now he's literally he's the half herd. Yeah, no yeah. one fucking listens to him. He talks and it goes in one ear out the other because he is a crusade veteran. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's been there since the beginning. You know, he it's the the not being allowed to fight the being pushed to one side almost showing yeah. this new Imperium as it's coming in yeah, and he yeah. doesn't like it and yeah. him talking to the others like they're children yeah that is it's amazing yeah, it's yeah, brilliantly yeah. written I, it's even like little things like um, everyone doing the sign of the Aquila when, when like they, they yeah and I always giggle at that I can't <laughs> imagine hurts. yeah yeah just doing like silly it's not fucking words yeah just okay. your chest, he, he, he does a completely <laughs> different sign yeah yeah, because that was what the oh, crusade mark the, was. The, he does the bang in your the, hand, the fist on the chest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's what the salute was. Yeah, and it's like it goes back into historical moments almost. Roman legionnaires started hand over your, uh, your fist over your heart. Yeah. It wasn't until later on, obviously, the eagle comes in with the Caesars and everything right, like this. Right. So it, it's you can see little bits where Abnett's taken it from real historical moments when he's reading the Chronicles of Earth that hurt my chest and it <laughs> <laughs> good thing I you're not a legionary yeah. <laughs> like, uh, I'm like that's got to be well loud on that mic <laughs> yeah my bad people um, if I deafened you I do apologise the um, the fake history yeah, little, yeah, little bits um, yeah. and, it, and it's kind of it's written in the style Conan. of like an old like Conan, Conan it's written but like also Conan. like um, old fucking Anglo-Saxon, yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah, yeah. what's it, a Beowulf or whatever, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, he's kind of aping that style. Yeah, it's it's written, yeah, Beowulf. It's yeah. very much Beowulf. Thinking about it, which I just think is so cool that he's inserting Having this fake the fact history. That they would have this, like, mythologic, uh, mythological part to their history. It's yeah, just a story. Yeah. Well, is it? 
Yeah. Is it just a story? And, that, and Cinderman even, even questions to him. Has now seen something. Yeah, he says go read the Chronicles yeah. of Ursh again, doesn't he? And yeah, obviously he's put yeah. the, the bit in the in the book for him. But I mean it's it's really nice that he goes and he says, you know, read this, it's full of blood. You'll yeah. like it. <laughs> yeah. And he reads it and he, he's literally doing what we have just said. He's skimming through the bolter porn pages. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And then he gets and to he a bit and he's a reference to like sorcery and he's yeah. like, and he's on, like hang on a minute. And he goes back and rereads it. And sort of chasing this ghost, which is a great metaphor fantastic. For, for hunting chaos just, as well, yeah, right? It's you just know, so like, well written and yeah. so well placed in the novel at that point in time. It's I, I it's have literally sat here blowing smoke up at So well paced. Well, you know, like if you write a good book, you deserve praise, you know? Yeah, I mean, like I said, I'm not a big Dan Abbott fan, but I have to say that this is a, a fairly enjoyable book. I, I love it. Um, I, I, would, I would say it's not the best book in the Heresy series, but it is the best book. It's the start. best possible start. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I agree. I agree. So, um, yeah, you wouldn't want to start anywhere else. And by the end, because obviously we're going to have to, I mean, we're, we're hitting like quite a while now. Um, is that just this segment, or is that yeah, the other yeah, segment? yeah, no, oh, no, 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 no. Okay. It's, it, it's the other segment as well. Oh, oh so okay. it's just the right. So we've right. still been chatting for like an hour and a bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah but I mean, yeah. like, okay. by the end, which is the interx, you're starting to see just how bad. I love it when Horus um, has this moment of like, I don't think we need to do it this way anymore, and he's fucking right. And that's a question yeah. that's posed in the first chapter again. Like, the guy knows how to construct a narrative. It's so well done. <laughs> when they, when the, the emperor yep. at the start says to him, why couldn't you just left, why couldn't left, you just why left us alone? leave us alone? And that's it. That is literally that is that's what it like, all boils down and, to. Though. And the, and the interacts are proving, as I sort of touched on a minute ago, um, with their technology, with their attitude to... Um, other races, other races yeah. their attitude like the way they solve the problem of the mega act it, it's so like, gonna put like, them on a planet yeah, we're gonna put some beacons around it yeah. that music that's, it. that's, that's done. a warning fuck off they're on prison it's done. done and the Imperium can do nothing but ram itself but into things I think that things is the whole point of the Imperium yeah exactly the Imperium is literally well, I'm gonna alienate some people right now but in my mind the Imperium sums up religion it does. I mean, obviously, certain it, it, it's, religions. It's, sorry, it's a, it, it was intended, and unfortunately, there's certain people who I'm now going to alienate because they don't understand satire. It was intended as a satirization of fundamentalist religion and fascism. Look at even what it's called. It's the Great yeah. Crusade. Yeah. So well, the Imperium. Like the Imperium. That's a reference to early Catholic Church yeah, yeah, in Rome yeah. and, and all that. Yeah. Stuff. So, like, like yeah. even like, and the way it's written, you know, why couldn't you just leave us alone? Mm. Why did Christianity have to travel <coughs> to sea? Why did it have to try and force itself upon other people? Yeah. yeah. Why did we fight over a city where no one actually had any idea what the fuck it was? Yeah. Mm. You know, there, there was no need for all this rape, pillage, and murder. And all right, it's fun. But that's literally, <laughs> literally it, isn't it? I mean, maybe in Conan. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. You, yeah I you've got this. Like, it's, it's just but very well put. When Horus starts to question it all, question yeah. all of this and realise it, and actually, like, it just seems so reasonable. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's, that's that thing, that, that sinister nature of chaos, isn't it? Because it, it, I, I think his questions yeah. are so legitimate and, and the way he wants to do things. He's even got his own, you know, Abaddon is 
flying into a rage at yeah, him. Yeah, smashing the place up. It? It's, it's really <laughs> interesting that Abaddon is such a like emperor loyalist in these well, scenes because yeah. those are the rules. Yeah, that I think the that's that's the thing. Us. It's they're the rules. Yeah, you've got like Abaddon is part of the Mournable. He is one quarter of the Mournable. You've got Tarek who will play on what he wants. You've got mm-hmm. Loken who's the new blood, the new naive, follows the rules, does what he's told. Mm. You've got little Horace who will play devil's advocate and you've got Abaddon who is literally just the the collar he is literally yeah. just yeah. full of yeah. impotent rage constantly yeah. well, this, yeah. like, I was going to say like, we, we've spoke about Loken and Pius, we haven't actually spoke about like the rest of the Mournable in the way that they're portrayed in this book well Tarek's obviously the best I think we talked a bit about Tarek I mean yeah, yeah. Uh, Abaddon he's such a human character he's it, he was he was so necessary he was definitely Logan, needed. Logan is your like blank slate. Yeah. Yeah. Like you, a Pat boring protagonist, right? It, no, it, as in what you said, not oh, boring. No, <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm not calling you. You. <laughs> you. You used the phrase. I think he's yeah. quite a boring character earlier on. That's yeah. all I meant. Fuck it out. You boring cunt. Um, yeah. And here we have descent upon the Mournable. Yeah. So, there we go. Um, so Tarek is so important because he's that human character yeah. in there. And just like what you were saying, that, that scene where he's slapping the pipes and he's, it is, they it's, are it's real the little, soldiers. Yeah, right? they are it's, just soldiers. He, yeah, he is the downtime in Band of Brothers. But or I, whatever, I right? find him very much a Colonel Corbeck of the Gaunt's Ghosts. He's yeah. very much, I, I am liked by my fellow soldiers, I'm liked by my lesser people mm-hmm. in the ranking system. But at the same time, he's got the balls to do things himself and also enact proper orders. I, yes, I think, I think it's really important stops him from just becoming maybe a comedy character yeah, that yeah, he's yeah, the yeah. one who convinces Horus like give me the chance to go I'm down going. on murder I'm yeah. doing this and he think, bitch slaps Eidolon yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I think with, with him he, he's a character that is very much the reason why he is captain is because he is one of the boys the boys yeah yeah, 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 without, yeah. Doubt. yeah. without uh, doubt the only reason why he's captain is because he is the best of the lads yeah, 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 yeah. No, I agree. And that kind of reflects that element of Horus yeah. that mm. we were talking about yeah, yeah. earlier. Apart from yeah. without, he doesn't have the manipulation side yeah. of things. He does things himself. Yes. He will just yeah. go and if something needs, you know, he always says, I will lead the spirit. Yeah. Let me do this. Yeah, yeah. You know, there is no send my men in. It's I'm fucking going. Yeah. Mm. My men will follow me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. And I mean, like with little Horus, I find little Horus literally plays devil's advocate he's an enigma to me in this book that's why you he's are very, he's the fourth, yeah. <laughs> you are the fucking devil's advocate <laughs> it's true um, he very much takes a back step uh, in this I book. found him like, boring until he loses his face okay. later on in the yeah, series yeah, yeah. in all fairness I don't find yeah. the only thing I really liked about Little Horace was when he kills Tarek and you see the regret yes. the fact yeah. that yeah. why has it come to this Yeah, and also the fact that he manages to kill Tarek yeah um yeah, but I feel like I feel this kind of shows the kind of um, he, like we said, he Tarek is the bloke that is captain because he is one of the lads. Mm. Little Horace is he's captain because he is a tactical genius. Well, yeah. He is a mini Horace. You, you only really yeah. get that. There's a bit where Loken kind of says almost exactly what I did. I don't know how to read this guy, but yeah. over time he, d- he well, I, comes yeah, to actually, appreciate I that really he has these liked, skills that sit in the background a bit. And I yeah. really, really liked the bit when Little Horace says something to Loken and Loken's like, 
taken aback and doesn't really mm. know how to react and he just smiles and just goes don't worry I'm joking yeah yeah and yeah. it's like what the fuck <laughs> are you what are yeah. you are, are you friendly are yeah. you not what what actually are you and maybe that maybe that in itself and that's why is I think foreshadowing that's why I of where he's going yeah but um, I mean that's that's why I struggled with it yeah because like there, there is no personality yeah. to the character as such yeah uh, and again it's not until he loses his face when Shibo Khan cuts it off later on that's that I great short story. That's Abnett as well, actually. Yeah, <laughs> it is. <laughs> um, blowing more smoke up Abnett's ass. Um, but yeah, it's not until that moment that I really started to actually fall in love with this character. Mm. And with Abaddon, uh, I think the problem with Abaddon is you you know 40k Abaddon. Yeah, yeah. He's in a lot of novels. He's in all the Night Lord stuff. He's Even in here, he's more or less pure belligerence. He's just brute force. Do see occasional glimpses of him when the four of them are together and they're all ripping on Loken and he jokes he slaps his shoulder guard doesn't yeah, he yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he jokes a little bit like, okay so he was something Slightly like a human normal. once but like, I think yeah. he's again a very, to me a very boring character mm-hmm. I actually quite enjoyed um, about him the way that he's portrayed in it um, because he I feel in this you can tell that he is very loyal to both Horace and the Emperor yeah yeah. he will do exactly what the Emperor wants you to do which is any Xenos out regardless yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, whether it's man mm-hmm. that's yeah. it yeah and I kind of like we, we've like known deviant humans as well yeah yeah, right? yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah because I feel like the way that we know about Ngovis in like 40k I feel this is very different. Yeah, he's still raging, like, monster. Yeah. But yeah. it is like, no, we are having one person, one one Imperium man. Yeah. That's it, you know? See, I, I, I don't know what it is with Abaddon. He, to me, just... He doesn't have enough character mm. progression. Like, he starts off... As Abaddon, yeah, that that is it. Yeah, I agree. Little yeah, Horace, I agree. Little Horace gets a bit better. You know, you you get more of a character. Loken changes how he is, and you see him go from naive to completely fucking knowing it all, yeah. and wanting to change. And the it. thing is, we see this with some of the other big traitor characters yeah, yeah, yeah. before we get you sit like Khan Typhon. at the start of this story is such a different character. I love Khan you in this see book. The, the, the very tragedy, brief, really, yeah, yeah, yeah. of what happens to him. I mean, he even sighs um, when mm. he has to follow Angron because yeah, Angron walks yeah. in all fucking macho and he's yeah. like, Yeah, you know, I'm the fucking boss. Yeah. And Angron's just like, ah, I'm gonna have to talk for him again because yeah. he's bleeding from his nose. <laughs> okay, come on, sir. <laughs> it's like the, the, the younger man looking after the old degenerate war veteran. Yeah, yeah. You know, right, yeah. this, this is what my lord wants to say, yeah. but he can't fucking actually say it because he's so dribbling. Maybe, maybe Abaddon needed an arc like that. He needed something. Like the only bit that Abaddon really has is when he goes off on one at Horus, mm. and that's it. Yeah, like throughout the mm. entire heresy series, in my mm. mind, he doesn't really change like at all. Yeah. And like later on, obviously, we know from the forty k thing, Horus is a fool. He had the whole galaxy in his grasp, and he let it slip away. Yeah, that shows that he didn't like his dad. Yeah. <laughs> when this, he fucking bummed him. Yeah, you know there was until he says maybe yeah. we won't kill all yeah, of them. Yeah. Maybe we won't kill. No, we yeah. fucking are. We're gonna kill them all. <laughs> That's it. But I mean, it's 
yeah, I just I don't think there was enough like character development with him mm. to really make a difference. Like, you know what he is in 40k, and that's pretty much what you've got in Heresy. Yeah. And what about some of the other newer like I can't really get a read for a lot of these captains. They're just there. Um, a lot of them are, but you've got people like I mean, like you, yeah, you know about, about like Malagos the Twisted. <sighs> I'll let Keith go on about him because he likes to play him a lot. Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't think he's a great character in this book. Mm-hmm. I think he gets better mm-hmm. the further on you get. Um, but I do like how he is the. I think I feel he represents the manipulating side of Horace. Yeah, I struggled to get that word out then. <laughs> Write it down. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Um, He's um, it's that aspect of Horus that's like dealing in politics and whatnot, and the positive propaganda and and that that kind of echoes what the remembrance, the way they try to use the remembrance. Well, it's him that they're constantly trying to. It is, yeah, yeah. Um, Obviously not in this one, but here in this one, it's um, releasing them down to the planet but under certain conditions yeah. to, to report the war the way he, he wants, wants it, it to be reported yeah, yeah I mean he is um, I would say the perfect politician for Horace but he can't fight anymore can he so no yeah. but he, he is the one that shows shows the side of Horace that is the political side that he wants everyone to see I think it actually does state in one of the novels that Horace is a political animal but yeah not himself he is channeling it through that's really interesting because that to me really echoes the Emperor and Malkador yeah I think that's the whole point yeah but I mean like yeah. Mal like like you said Mal doesn't really become an interesting character until later on no yeah. um, but like early on you get that he unlike Cruz who doesn't like being called the half herd he welcomes the twisted nickname yeah, because that's yes. what he is. He's yeah, twisted yeah, in yeah. mind. He's twisted in body. Yeah. Because he is constantly trying to tune Horace's vision of things mm-hmm. into a better way to put it to the people. So that's yeah. His yeah. mind is twisted, and now his body matches his mind. He even yeah, says yeah. that himself. Yes. You know. Yeah. Don't you don't have to change what you. Which call I think me. really that echoes Horace's like public displays yeah, of yeah, humility. Right? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Without doubt. Like yeah. he's he's sorry. I just hit the table. He's a. Uh, Mal first walks out wearing robes because he's not strong enough to wear armor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fact that he's done that, it's not because he wanted to be there, it's to further his own reputation. Yeah, I'm I am I am humble. I am you yeah. know, I, I'm I'm in pain right now, but I am still strong enough to stand here and talk to you on my Primark. And that is that is literally just furthering himself. Yeah. Yeah. And like where he is in the hierarchy. Um yeah, a lot of the captains are just not named they're kind of there they're, they're just um, yeah. the only one I do I like, like is uh, Mara Moore the either and the all yeah, yeah. I love it I think they're, um, it's fantastic they play off each other it's brilliant yeah. um, no, I was going to say the one that I like is uh, Ekadon Ekadon yeah, yeah he's not really in this this much but he does right. come back a is lot later on he the one that ends on. up in the water yeah or no Fabus Kiber right uh, Kiber and um, the sergeant yeah. ends up in right. the Mortal Ekadon yeah. 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 is the guy that no I he's won't actually won't say anymore because people might not have read that. Yeah, far. yeah. Let's so he's I won't. the guy. He's he the Reaver captain. Yes, yeah. he's the he captain of Reaver captain. Argument with Logan right at the start. Yeah, which yeah. I, again, I thought was a nice little bit of scene. Yeah, but I mean, he he like there's a little bitch fit between each other, and 
Ekadon's like, yeah, you 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 didn't beat us to the prize. Yeah. We were there. You know, yeah. just because you you were happened to see him first does not mean you beat us. We always get it. And then when Horace turns around and says, "Well, you beat Ekadon and Abaddon," yeah. Loken just looks at him and the look on Ekadon's face is just pure murder. Yeah. He could yeah, yeah, quite yeah. happily throw down and have a knife fight with him. And it's brilliant. It really is brilliant. Because like you're you're already starting to see that tiny little competitiveness yes. yeah. that is turning yeah. sour. Yeah. And it, it's, it's, I, yeah, I can't stop praising this book to be perfectly honest, I really should. Um, <laughs> right. I'm I'm just flicking through things to see if there's anything else here that I really wanted to make a point about, but I'm not really sure. Um, do we want to say any more about like Jubal and that shit? Well obviously like with Jubal gets corrupt, Samus is here, blah 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 blah, whisperheads, all this shit. Turns into a bit of a Galvorbacky possessedy thing. Mm. Uh, kills his own man Loken fights him and I think that's the beginning of the end for Loken it shakes his faith I think I think um, the reveal that Horus knew something more all along is probably it and then you kind of wonder like how fucking stupid are all these people not just the Emperor (laughs) (laughs) you do as you're told yeah that's it That's, that's that's like almost like Nazism is you, this is what you are told this is what you will believe I know it's interesting you say Nazis I noticed like there's quite a few little well there are mate they're Nazis in space man they uh, are yeah, yeah, they really are yeah. Nazis in space there are like this is the way it is happening yeah. do or die Abaddon like obviously this isn't intentional because this book came out 13 years ago but when Abaddon's going mad at Horus he actually like directly uses a couple of alt-right slogans and it's it's so what like he's like yeah. oh we're not here to like coddle people's feelings yeah. and um, he starts like calling everyone a deviant it, yeah yeah, yeah there, there is that's like, a beautiful um, coincidence is all that yeah, is but. I reckon Abbott's a bit of a psycho you can see the picture <laughs> um, but yeah it's it's like there is that like neo-Nazism in space it's, mm. it's this is the rule this is the way things will be this is how it is anything that goes against it is wrong yeah, you know, and you will die. Yeah, yeah, that's literally it. But yeah, we so. we can keep going round and round. Yeah, well, this is it. Yeah. We, we're planning to do the the whole trilogy and then go through and review it as a a whole trilogy. So yeah, yeah, we yeah. might as yeah. well save bits. save some. For yeah, those, definitely. Yeah. Um, I want to sign off with just one sentence that I wrote for. So this is Act Two, Chapter Four, and my notes on that chapter are this: Idolon continues to be a cunt. <laughs> that was it. I like that you've yeah. actually written that down, man. Yeah, yeah. That's brilliant. Yeah, that is definitely. Uh, he does lose his head later. It's fine. It's fine. Gets so. put in a bucket of wine. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. So I reckon we've wrapped up here, are we? We have indeed. Yeah. Yep. So so we take, take a little break, break and uh, probably just sign off after that. Yep. Awesome. Cool. episode three in the bag Um, so thank you all for listening Uh, before we go I think Ad's got a couple of events coming up that he wants to give a shout out to yeah I mean obviously we've chatted about it a bit we're attending the 
think it's the, called the Fall of Kiron yes. uh, in July down yep. in Eastleigh near Southampton. Mm-hmm. Uh, tickets have sold out, but there is a reserves list, I believe, in case people do drop out. And as we all know, shit happens people and do, you yeah, sometimes yeah. can't get there. So, yep. um, yeah, just uh, attrition, uh, attrition Gaming are running it. Yeah, uh, Go check them out. Um, we've got a post on our Facebook page. Uh, talk about Facebook pages. I need to sort out my list for that. Yeah, I need you to do. sort out if I can take Demons of the Ruins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do. Um, yeah. But yeah, talk about Facebook and that. Obviously, you can find us on Facebook, uh, just The Mournful Podcast. You can find us on Instagram, same yeah. tagline. Uh, I think Mike set up a Twitter, but I don't know how to use uh, it. Yeah, I don't twat. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't twat. I've hit, I've I am a twat, but... <laughs> Yeah. Um, then you've also got. Uh, We've got him ripping on himself now. <laughs> <laughs> Look what you've done to me, man. Um, yeah, if anyone's listening, that subliminal message saved me. Uh, yeah, I mean, you can email us. Uh, what's the email address? The new one? Uh, the Mournival. No. Podcast at the, the Mournival.com yeah. or something like that. I can't uh, .co.uk. We're uh, professionals. No, we're not. That's the whole oh, thing. I'm just trying to because I've actually got both of them. .com and Co. Okay, uh, we okay. will eventually have a website up and running as well. Uh, yeah, nice. yeah, we just need to find someone stupid enough to run a website for, for us <laughs> and do it for free. <laughs> um, but yeah, there is one other thing that I really, really want to give a big shout out to, which is it's been organised by uh, Andrew Hollis uh, over in Oz. Uh, yeah, the Oz 30k lot. It's the Oz 30k lot, yeah. Um, basically, there is a worldwide campaign being run on the weekend of the 7th, 8th and 9th of June. Yep. Um, so if you go log on to Oz30K, you can basically play games over that weekend. They've done basically what is an event pack uh, so that you can play games of any size, whatever you want, and all your results go into the uh, final result, which cool. I think is nice because it's like it's just a campaign weekend that anyone can play. Yep. You're at home with a couple of mates. Yep. Yeah, you know. However, we have decided to run a games day. Uh, there will yeah. be no cost, no charge. It's not an event. There'll be no prizes, nothing like that. Um, however, if you feel comfortable yeah. making a donation to uh, the D&D, the Dads Against Two Trends yeah. uh, charity run by um, Freddie the Swede, uh, we'd all be pretty grateful. Um, It'll be on the 9th, the Sunday, Yeah, uh, down at Whaling Games. We're going to have our own little part of the world or system or something. Mm-hmm. Um, going to have to whip Lyle. Do you still want me to write something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, going to have to whip Lyle into well, shape. Again. Definitely <laughs> ain't going to ask me to do it. <laughs> it's a planet. Yeah. Um, With trees. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah, we're going to have like our own little world and everything. Like I said, no cost whatsoever. It's super casual, right? It is so literally yeah, like any size any size game. Got, yeah. um, I mean, I know there's people that are coming to just play ZM. There are people yeah. coming to play big games. So we're going to... Well, what I'll probably do is set up a Facebook page, chuck a Facebook post up. Yeah. You're probably hearing this a little bit late because I think this will be released this like May time. May, right? Yeah. yeah so um, you got like a month roughly to try and get your ass in gear and do it. Um, but anyone that is interested... It's called the Omega Celia Conflict. Uh, yeah, just go check out, like, there's a post on Crusade and Heresy from the 4th of February. Go find that. Yeah. We've shared it. Uh, I'm pretty certain we'll be putting it on Instagram and everything like that soon. Yeah. It's literally just a chance for everyone to come down, play some games, get a worldwide result at the end of it, 
and yeah, just have some it, fun basically. Just, yeah, just hang out with people in the hobby. And that, that's know. it. It's just solely to meet and greet the people that are sad enough to listen to us. Yeah, yeah, it'd be nice to. Uh, <laughs> it'd be nice to actually like chat to people and catch up with them and yeah, yeah, maybe get like some criticism. Um, <laughs> so, but yeah, uh, yeah. So that's it. That's it. I reckon that's Thank us. you very much. Yep. All right. Thanks again, guys. See ya.